We're live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the wacky, wild, wonderful world of with apologies. I'm your host, Ian Elias. Today I'm joined by my good friend, Belly in the Snakes. Slither on up, Belly. One day I'll have a snake soundboard thing. I'll, I'll get to it and maybe like the, for the last episode. They don't have a 56 Basic Snake Sounds Pro on the download kit? $299, 150 snake sounds. As many stock snakes hisses as you could ask for. <laughs> monthly purchase. I believe you can buy snake jazz on iTunes. Uh, courtesy of Mr. Dan Arman. So, Ian, when, I don't know about you, but I'm very hungry now after that little intro song. I think uh, I have diabetes. Uh, <laughs> from the intro that, song? That, that made my insulin spike. I, I don't know what that was. What the fuck did we just see? That was the uh, last two weeks of Helen DeKeller's eating habits. That was just two weeks? I thought that was 56 no. months. I, I, I went back a little farther. Thankfully for us, you know, society as a whole, Helen DeKeller catalogs every meal he eats in the Discord. And uh, I, I was actually annoyed that I downloaded 56 pictures of Helen DeKeller's shitty food, <laughs> only to realize that I'd only gotten about 30 seconds of that video done. And I was like, I have to go find more. So some of those meals are actually very old. <laughs> Guys, if you head over to our Teespring, Ian Ellis LLC, we're now selling uh, T-shirts with the Helen DeKeller candle on it. And uh, we have a brand new cooking book coming out, two cooking books. We have the Workout Challenge with Joe Boney, and then we're bringing you the Weight Gain Challenge from Sweetie Boy Helen DeKeller. <laughs> that was a preview of kind of hot recipes you could be adding to your, your daily cuisine. Oh, here, let me see something real quick. Uh, chat, go ahead and let me know if you guys can hear CEO's laughter. We should be able to. They said they couldn't hear the YouTube video, so we'll see. It's fucking Susan Wazisky. <laughs> she, she's trying to stop us, man. She's like, you'll poison the kids. How long till they start... Uh, you know, censoring food for having too high of a calorie count. <laughs> you can't be sitting there eating ice cream. It's against the nanny state. Lane, uh, two things. One, uh, Helen takes pictures of all of his food, and thanks to the power of having bots in our Discord, uh, I bust a nut and cum on every single one of his goddamn meals. And uh, I just want you guys to remember this, because it, it's going to be coming up later. Uh, as soon as Young HDK gets off the sales floor and takes his stretch limousine back to his fucking penthouse where he's going to microwave Fritos onto some fucking street pizza. <laughs> we're going to talk to him about another video we're premiering tonight. All right. Ian, go ahead and just be, be quiet for... Well, you don't have to be quiet, but I'm going to switch something real fast. Try to see if I can fix this. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to try something real quick. Let me know if you guys can hear CEO in one second. I got to figure out how to leave this menu. Press one go. for CEO, press two for dead air and silence. 
Wait here, hold on. Let me do this real fast. This is the welcome ultimate. to streaming. Want to be a hot YouTube streamer with tons of followers that gets tons of puss? Join the Ian Ellis LLC. We'll personally train you. Now the CEO left. <laughs> oh, I got a one. That sounds good to me. Try hard would never One lie. to the two, to the three, to the four. All right. Anyways, Ian, besides Helen the Keller's shitty food and whether or not it has come on it, we have, uh, we have a lot of Shane Gillis tonight. <laughs> the <laughs> well, the know, fans like, should be excited. For a long time now, doing comedy, being part of comedy, comedy as a whole, uh, it's kind of felt like playing in a haunted graveyard. You might catch a ghost now and again, but for the most part, you feel like you're surrounded by corpses. And, and recently, probably due to the power of Dave Chappelle, it feels like these corpses are coming to life. And there's, there's hands sticking out of the ground all around us. Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Louis J. Gomez, Ari Shafir, and they're all wiggling like they're coming, like they're ready. They're, they're finally ready to come out of their shells. Isn't it exciting? Sorry, Ian. I, I was adjusting some audio stuff in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that's been kind of awkward about it is like, <laughs> you know, as you go through these things, there's sort of stages of learning. And uh, all of these guys are just now at stage one. So you're, you're just going to watch them make every fucking boomer mistake in the book as they finally get their slowly get their spines back. Yeah, this is what I was about to say before the show started is I'm. I'm really disappointed that the only comedians that we really have to like look forward to are all still, they're still delivering jokes with like a knock, knock format <laughs> kind of cadence. <laughs> I went to the store and you won't believe what I saw. It's like, can't you just talk like a normal, <laughs> normal person? Can you, do you have to be a WWE character at all times? I, I have a lot of Shane Gillis to get into this week. Uh, I've been saying for a long time, he's my favorite comedian. Uh, I love him. I'm a strong Shane supporter. Uh, I support the young bull. I'm a young bully. You know, everything I do, I do because of Shane. He taught me how to be a bully. And uh, we're going to get into that. But I think maybe we might, we might have a brief musical interlude before we start getting into the Shane. Uh, well, we might have I, to wait on that brief, brief musical interlude, Ian Ellis. <laughs> Let me try this. Can you guys hear this cat? I'm gonna hold a catfish up to my ass and shit in its mouth. You see, because we can hear it perfectly, and I've done nothing to OBS, so hopefully, just resetting all the settings fixed it a little bit. Did the audience hear about CEO shitting? Into the mouth of nature's majestic catfish? Uh, Ian, apparently Stanley Moon says Tim Dillon has beef with Michael Shea. You heard no this? Oh, shit. Well, I'm Team Shea, so uh, Tim Dillon, watch your fucking back. You hear me, son? He's from Chicago, right? Buck, buck. He's from New York, but we like him. He's got Chicago swag for sure. All right, they're saying it was still skipping a bit, but better. Sound is good now. Maybe, maybe it's better now. We'll draw one more <laughs> CEO laugh. 
Man, I've got so many twists and turns and scandals to get into tonight. This is going to be great. Oh, we got so much time. We have nothing but time, Ian, as they say. <laughs> guys, the fantastic. Uh, last week, I introduced you guys to this up and coming artist I discovered called Lil Fappy X. Uh, he's a man after my own heart who just wants to uh, get some TikTok pussy. And uh, wouldn't you believe it? This week, he's dropping a, a song a week, like he's fucking Tom McDonald or something. This week, this new artist who only has 30 seconds of audio out there has a collaboration with both Drake and Travis Scott. Post uh, Astro World? Post Astro World. <laughs> Is the song called Nine Dead Kins? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's 50 Cent's song. Nine Shots. You know, um, I, I, heard, I heard our president had something to say about the, the new Lil Fappy Drake song. What do you think the world would do if if Kyle Rittenhouse got out and then started dropping rap songs <laughs> about busting like, AK? Like, dr- like drill rap was like rapping about shooting people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just I would love that. That's what I hope. Murder, he murder, 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 murder on these streets. It would. I would, I would love it if Kyle Rittenhouse came out with a an album called "I Beat the Case." <laughs> Oh. I did the dash. Welcome, Naklo. Thank you, thank you. I'm a very Naklo, famous YouTuber now. <laughs> you had your first ever stream today. Just turned on YouTube for the first time. Fucking 46 people in your live chat. You got more subscribers than me. Nigga, what is, what is your secret? Where did you come from? I don't know. I just... It's the drama community stuff. Just a young ingenue. Uh, well, guys, I did not prepare for that enough, stream at half, all. If you stream long enough, half the people that watch you will start hating you and doing their own streams, and then they'll leave. <laughs> so if you just wait, it'll it'll balance out. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Naklo, welcome to the show. Uh, we're just discussing. We have a new artist, little little Fappy X, and he has a new song. I believe it's called uh, "Party Time PSA." And somehow, this new guy got a Drake feature. Oh. This totally real up and coming rapper. All right, this should oh, work. You're saying he's fake? Oh no! I'm, well, I'm, I mean, all I'm, rappers I'm are fake. He's a fake gangster. I would never say that. Uh, you know, I don't want. I don't want the smoke, as they say. <laughs> Wait, a wankster, but all he raps about is jacking off. Yeah, that's a different kind of wankster, right there, Lang. I see what you did there, Ian. All right, let's. Oh my God, this is a six-minute song, Ian Ellis. It's got three fucking features. You know what? I'm not going to tell Six God to cut the verses down. Are you crazy? Drake? I I am Drake. I I usually say let's try to keep pauses to a minimum. I'm going to allow any and all pauses for for the temporary future, the indefinite future. Um, Can you put the, the button to watch stream back up? Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, little Fappy X, go follow him. You know, Ian. 
remember we've talked about this before sometimes people create these parodies right and they're fun for a one-off but you sometimes run the risk of becoming the parody i don't know who Lil fappy is but i'm kind of starting to think that they actually just want to make rap songs now i'm not so sure it's not softcore pornography Lil Fappy X is on Instagram. He's followed by all the OnlyFans hoes. They're in his DMs all the time. He tells me he had a guy try to fuck him the other day. Uh, on on Reddit, uh, a new up-and-coming company asked Lil Fappy X to join their platform. There's un- uh, opportunities unfolding before this this amazing artist. As we I'm going to be so annoyed when you parody your way into being a SoundCloud rapper for real. <laughs> I'm going to be the maddest, but I will be up there dancing for those dollars, shaking my fucking fat squirrel ass. Stanley Moon says this is Ian Perving in the guise of a comedy bit. Well, you know, that's alleged. Nigga, I love titties. I'm not ashamed of it. What are you, fucking gay or something? Get the fuck out of here, Stanley. I don't care about that. You're making us just listen to SoundCloud rap now. <laughs> we have Neklo, the king of titties, in our room. Neklo, what did you think of those tits? I thought they were pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stimulate those old viewers. Yeah, Sam, you fucking bitch. He'll be more disturbed. <laughs> All right, so Lil Flappy X, he's rapping about what he wants you to do at his live shows. Like, if you go see Lil Flappy X live... If you can hear it through the seven layers of auto-tune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Triple uh, Auto-Tune, and uh, it's under New Rapper. Uh, if you decide to download a rap app, <laughs> anybody out there think think thinking about starting a career for funsies? Um, and suddenly, Dark Morning he's... Radio says, "Imagine being killed at Astroworld while I am Drake is playing." <laughs> <laughs> well, speak of the king, Drake was there, and in the middle of Little Fappy's song, Drake just pops up for a feature post Astroworld. All right, I I really want to hear this Drake feature more than anything. So let's. Maybe I'm not. We know how you are. Dick Rider. Minute and a half first. Jesus Christ, Fappy. Yo, Six Count is here? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Hit him with what you got. Yeah, I'm Ask about me, I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. Bitch, shut the fuck up when I'm rapping. I'm great. When you come to my show and be responsible, drink lots of H2O. You should sneak some in the show because it's ten dollars a bottle. Wait, get out. <laughs> I, I did. I, I might be going on a little bit long now, but it was kind of worth it to get to Drake. I'm not gonna lie, Drake. As usual, Drake delivers. Like Snoop Dogg recently said, that nigga don't miss. Drake just don't miss. 
He just out of nowhere has got a new song called Be Responsible, where he's telling you how to come to a live show. Drake, Six God loves the fans. A lot of people in the chat are saying that a CEO wouldn't stand for this. Where's CEO? (laughs) (laughs) Too bad that nigga quit. (laughs) More Drake! (laughs) Kiwi Dude is, is suggesting you shower after this. Now, see, guys, this is something important to notice, too. What you're listening to, this is what Ian thinks modern music sounds like. He's like, wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard in these streets, man. He's also up there just pleading with these kids. He's pouring his artistic heart out. When you come to my show, you be responsible you're making the most common mistake that most beginner rappers make where I have to listen too hard to hear the vocals. <laughs> Nobody cares. They need to be clear. That's no, the only I, po- the only bit is what you're saying. The only, do, the only bit is what Drake tell is me saying. one Migos can't lyric. Hear it. Give me one Migos. I don't. I don't listen. Give to me the Migos, one Drake. Sin, Sin, and Drake. Uh, Sin can probably give you some Migos lyrics. I don't listen to the Migos. Bitch ass mumble rapper features from Donda. I can understand everything every one of those rappers says if I was listening to their songs. You need Google, a uh, fucking a seeing stone, no, your, the Rosetta. Your ears are broken, Ian. <laughs> I said this to, uh, maybe it was Pete Art. I said it to someone. But yeah, your ears are broken, Ian. It's, it should be easier to, li- to hear what you're saying. <laughs> You know what you're saying, because well, Drake knows what he's saying, because Drake said it. He's Drake. You know, he is Drake. So, of course, he knows what he's saying. <laughs> he can pick up but on it almost instantly. He's so Drake that you should listen a little closer to Let's be honest, Drake is overrated. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, this song might be a little bit overrated, but I've heard some Drake songs in the last couple of weeks that I don't know. I'm starting to turn around. Listen, welcome to the metaverse. I'm going to be and say no. Stanley Moon says you could have told me this was Drake I'd have been none the wiser well maybe I don't know what I'm talking about well that's the thing is you're going to have a lot of fun trolling people with this and you, you don't have to include little fappy acts but as a, a new artist I'm sure he would appreciate it well, maybe maybe tell him since you seem to be got the in let him know that uh, maybe shorter songs millennials <laughs> got short attention spans uh gen z is even more so so let's try to keep it two minute songs i think is the magic little fappy x is uh he's killing on youtube over a thousand views in one week five subscribers that's way more views than subscribers it's they they accuse lane the ratio yes <laughs> like lane you have more subscribers than views so which is better which is better 
I everybody's watching my shit. Nobody's subscribing. That's an insult. That's a good question. I want to know too. Well, I mean, you reach you reach a certain level where that can never really keep up. Like if you get 10 million views on one video, you're gonna get a hundred thousand subscribers. You know what I mean? Or ten thousand subscribers. But then it doesn't guarantee that your next video, everyone's gonna watch it. Yeah, Philip Wave gained like fifty subscribers this week. Uh, the better, the I better can't... you do, the bigger that that gap is. Until you're like, you know, Revenge of the Sis. You know what I mean? Revenge of the Sis has to buy uh, live bots to watch so the videos. Diminishing otherwise, returns, basically, you're saying. Otherwise, you might notice that they have you know a less active chat than people that have three hundred listeners. So well, I, you know. I hope all these new Joe Rogan people are, are thrilled to find out about Mersh. Because <laughs> that's all we're doing on this channel. Um, uh, we're getting a request that we need some little fappy drive through videos. Maybe little fappy <laughs> needs to I serenade got, some people. I, I believe he uses autotune. I don't think his voice sounds like that uh, in real life. I, I don't know. I think you can. I think he might be able to do a little <laughs> post-editing to, to get the effect Songs you niggas are like the dinosaurs in jurassic park weren't real enough it was the fucking dinosaurs in jurassic park all right quit quit needling me with your future technology and just Jake let little King is suggesting that little fappy name is first mixtape songs for boomers <laughs> boomers to fap off to there we go that's uh that's something do we want to? Do we want to hear a little bit more of this, Drake? I don't really want to, but I no, think we Ian does. need to because after this is Travis Scott. Oh my God! How how far to the Travis Scott part? Another two minutes. When you come to my shows, be responsible, responsible. <laughs> I don't want my fans to be promos. Look at those save your money and party. Responsibly, responsibly. Just dance real responsibly. And don't talk to strangers. Just jump up and down and have a good time. At a Drake show. All right, I am going to skip ahead to the Travis Scott part because it's a minute and 50 seconds from now. <laughs> Drake is dropping gems on his young audience about how to party responsibly. Listen, a much guys, needed if you, voice. If you want to follow Lil Fappy X on YouTube, you can hear this full Drake song. I, I'll even link like, him in the uh, chat for you. Old Stormfront Lane uh, just wants to see more black people trampled. That, that's all I'm hearing. I, Ian, you can't just give them the key. You know what I mean? We need the satanic sacrifices. Otherwise, inflation goes up. <laughs> Israel and Palestine uh, <laughs> go to war. Cosmic said the funniest thing where he was like, like, like how much metaphysical energy is eight people? <laughs> and he's like, and even though that sounds shitty, if it was like it took eight sacrifices to make Drake, the world would probably sacrifice eight people to have Drake. A year, at least. Well, shout out to Night Cosmic Camp. If we have to do Astro World once a year to keep Drake, you know, I mean, if we could bring Patrice back, <laughs> it'll be like the fucking Mayan temples around here. I'll just be ripping hearts out. Hey, don't come to my show and get fucked up, y'all. Yo, that's hard. Yeah, I'm Drake. <laughs> oh, Travis. Didn't even knock him. 
<laughs> you might have gotten the boots a little early. First testimony. <laughs> what up? That's right, run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Travis, keep it together. Yeah, was that a ring? <laughs> Rent house. <laughs> Drake's still rapping. <laughs> He's just crying about those kids. It's heartbroken. <laughs> so sad. See, you, you need to make the lyrics louder because I feel like no, not as many people probably heard the. Was that a written written house? I, I like that. It was a little little on the nose, but I liked it. We're getting a lot of constructive criticism tonight. Uh, you know, Jings and Things has reviewed Little Flappy X. And uh, <laughs> he's going to take all this advice, and I'm sure he's going to use it to make better music in the future. Now, a Jinx and Things feature with Drake, I think that's what the world, world really wants to hear. I don't know if we'll get Drake, but Jing uh, Lil Flappy X is available. <laughs> uh, Jinx, do you want a verse from Drake? Just hit me up. <laughs> you tell me... I I Tell me what you want to hear about. Drake got, it's got not, all the heat. It's no longer I am Drake. The remix is We Are Drake featuring Jinx. Jinx got to put on a sweater and some black slacks. And, and he's got to go full Drake like I did. Is Travis <laughs> from Canada too? No, I believe he is from Texas. Is that why they had Astroworld in Texas? Just a guess. But I know he's not from Canada. He's from the Screets. Screets, well, Screets. Ian. I support <laughs> Lil Flappy X and his endeavors. I gave him a subscription. Um, Lane, this week, uh, one of my videos went viral, and it has a little bit of a backstory that I didn't know until the comments section hit me up. Uh, would you like to hear about Shane Gillis shitting on Tony Hinchcliffe and Tony's now, sad demise, and that'll lead into our Shane coverage? I, th I think everybody wants to hear what uh, Shane Gillis has to say these days, right? <laughs> He's the young bull. He's taking over comedy, the next generation, uh, the next Dave Chappelle or Louis C.K. He's leading the charge. He's farting on the Joe Rogan experience, getting himself kicked out of future events because he's being a gross, fat, fucking slob. Uh, <laughs> and like a Zoomer, he Probably feels bad care. about everything. Every single thing he does, he apologizes immediately. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be funny. White girl, white girl. <laughs> Who was first guy to get pronouns wrong? Who was? Picture of the Negro Leagues went on to become the great Negro at the time. Biden, wrong, wrong show. You got to go. You got to go to MSNBC. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Calm it down, Mr. Poopy Pants. Mr. Shit yourself with the Pope and fucking fart on the and royal family. While, while I pull up this Shane Gillis video, isn't it just getting ridiculous how it, like, I know we were told for the last four years that we should be embarrassed to be Americans. But how embarrassing is it that our president is shitting his pants in front of the queen? Can we, <laughs> can we just tap out? Like how many of us have to raise the white flag to be like, we, we quit, we give up, we tried. I mean, I'm not excited about his vice president. It's like he's threatening us with his vice president. Like, you, you, you're going to take these dumps or you're going to take this bitch. 
<laughs> and it's like, what is worse? Actual shit or the vice president? A lot of people are choosing shit. Poopy pants. Mr. Poopy Butthole, our president and leader. All right, do you want me to pull up the Shane Has Regrets or your video? What am I pulling uh, up? There's a... It, it should be the last link in there, and it's like an extended version of my video. So we're going to get... Oh, I see Joker extended. <clears throat> I got you. I got you. We're going to see Shane Gillis shit on uh, young Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, <laughs> and he actually hits hard, which is fantastic. I, I, I would say he probably had the best set out of the night in terms of like at least throwing real punches. Good evening, um, good evening Kenny. Uh, we'll, we'll get into, Are you sucking up to Shane Gillis? My favorite comedian? I don't have to suck up. I just give praise. Listen, I watched okay. Ian Ellis make fun of Hannah Gadsby in, in drag and call her a tranny and then two years later go, you know what, Nanette was actually kind of good, so I'm not surprised <laughs> by any heel turn. Nanette wasn't good, but her second special was fine. She's she's a perfectly pleasant comedian. One day you hate the comic, next day it's like, that's my favorite comic now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm a, com- a conflicted individual, Kenny. I- I'm on the side of funny, which means what, sometimes up, I support snake? people and sometimes I hate them. Yeah. All right. Let's Just see like, who, who- I wake up and I hate you. And I'm like, oh, my God, that video I just saw so funny. I love that guy. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> who else right. could Shane Gillis hate on to-, to win our affection except for Tony Hinchcliffe? Dante Nero? Oh. If he starts hating on Dante Nero, I'll turn. Listen, okay. Shane, if you yeah. want this to stop, Shane? just start making of Dante Nero the next fucking chance you get, dude. Tomorrow. And I will make the best Shane Gillis videos you've ever seen. The next Gillis, if you want six- us to love you, hate on Dante. That's right. I'm, next- I'm, I'm going to start holding my my YouTube channel, like using it to hold Shane hostage. Like I'm going to make <laughs> anti-Shane videos every week until his fans tell him to make fun of Dante Nero. This is my deal with you, Shane. This can all end. Just make fun of the buffalo. Yeah, be like, yeah, I'm, I'm dancing hero. Yeah, do shit like that. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I will find <laughs> you. I will tweet you. I will troll you. There will be no he escaping hates- us, Shane. Shane, you know Ian hates on another level than the rest of us. Well, we found out last week. Shane talked about us on JRE. That, that's a little no trophy. No fucking way. Thank what? you. <laughs> I gotta hear so, this. Well, you should have listened to the last episode. It's I, I love this show. That right. people don't listen to the show, and then when they come <laughs> on, they will leave to go to a better show. <laughs> we have the no, worst was, fucking audience. Got bodied by Necklo's first show. Necklo had one fucking show bodied our live views. <laughs> Fuck this goddamn show. Well, like I said, Ian, most of those people over there hate us, so just give it time. Right. So I. I, at one point in time, tried to worm my way into the Joe Rogan Death Squad camp through Kill Tony, and I became fairly good friends with Tony. And I can tell you, live testimony, you might not know this from seeing the footage, he always wears a Joker belt because he very seriously... Well, on a podcast. Oh, wait, hold on. Kenny's got... Uh, Kenny's Kenny's just going to take a phone call. This is fantastic, yeah. With apologies, uh, hey Tony, Kenny, Tony, get some water. Gonna, we're, we're gonna if you're gonna order Kenny. pizza, order some for the rest of us. Is all that I'm saying. Not ordering pizza, I'm doing bonkers. Oh, if your, your mother's, mother's asshole. asshole. There we go. 
I'm doing bong heads out of your mother's asshole, then I'll be going up a mountain. Tony Hinchcliffe, who once had a meeting at Adult Swim and mentioned me, promised me I had a big mention in his new podcast, the, the Golden Pony podcast, never brought me out. Can you think that, that Tony mentioned you at the Adult Swim meeting? And I know this guy that, named Ian Ellis. <laughs> you should, who is he? Who is Ian Ellis? That, that's uh, just what Tony uh, told me. There's no fucking way he mentioned you. Tony Hinchcliffe put his hand on my shoulder and said, Ian, I want you to be part of my empire. Hold me accountable to that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and we're taking over. He is a comic book villain. I, I hate... Goddamn, why does it have to rain tonight? Thinking that they're fucking... Savvy businessmen these days. Anyway, I've said all that to say uh, what Shane, what you're about to hear from Shane, I'll give firsthand testimony. I started out with Jeremiah Watkins, who we're going to hear about later tonight, and these are deep, hard hitting facts from the young bull. Tony thought, Tony for real thought he was going to be the Joker. You ever see the movie The Joker? It was a dream of his. <laughs> He does the laugh sometimes in front of his friends. And they told me this when he wasn't around and they all make fun of him behind his back. Uh -huh. Isn't that funny? As soon as he left the room, they were all like, dude, he keeps going. Isn't it such an embarrassing dream to have? What a dumb fuck. He believes he could be the Joker. Yes. Son of a bitch. Joker audition tape. I've never seen that. Oh my god. So Tony wants to be the Joker, and uh, when he left uh, L.A. for for Texas uh, to go with Joe Rogan, he said to his band Jeremiah Watkins, uh, "Yeah, uh, there's no room on the bus, so uh, you're on your own, kid." And he just fucking left him, ghosted him. <laughs> left the band, replaced it him with a street band uh, that he found out in fucking Texas. Jeremiah Watkins was his band? Jeremiah his band. Watkins is the most wonderbred, sweet... He's the kind of guy that's so square, like you're uncomfortable having fun around him. Where you're like, listen, man, you just you got... Get out of here. We're doing blow. Like, <laughs> you don't belong here. Fucking leave, kid. He doesn't drink, he doesn't swear, he's Christian, he's married, he he's scared of titties, he's, he's afraid of fun. Weed bread. Terrified of fun. And, that, and he means it. Like, I, I'm not going to give Jeremiah any trouble because he's trying his damnedest to be good in this world. When he got uh, jilted by Tony, just like I did, uh, usually Tony replaces you. He, he replaced me with, uh, with an artist that draws a picture every week. He replaced the, the Iron Patriot. He replaced Jeremiah Watkins. Well, Jeremiah stayed in L.A. He stuck it out, and he got some voice acting work as the Joker. And uh, <clears throat> this clip we're about to see is Tony on the Your Mom's House podcast. Yeah. They bring up how fucking dumb it is to be into the Joker. And I just want you to see the expression and the nervousness of this little worm piece of shit who doesn't step up and go, yeah, yeah, actually, mm -hmm. I am the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You know how he must have gotten Joker? so much. Like when they announced, like, I'm going to direct a Joker movie, you know, people were like, I, I'm the Joker. Oh, yeah. And just started throwing together their own tapes. Oh, it's got to sure. be amazing. Oh, you should see on the talk. 
There's a lot of Joker wannabes oh, on yeah. there, and it is terrifying. Yeah. I like that yeah. he doesn't have any keys. He doesn't have a car. <laughs> Oh, I think this is what made Batman gay. <laughs> it was Superman, Kenny, and it wasn't even Superman. It was Superboy. <laughs> if anything, Robin's gay, which we all knew was true. Well, late-breaking news. They're killing Superman, so now Superman's son is Superman. Uh, listen, Ian, they're just doing it in that one comic. <laughs> Ian, I, I wanted to bring this up, too, by the way. Uh, the whole... Superboy being gay and no, I was one at a time talking Kenny. The whole Superboy <laughs> being gay thing, and then when you said that, you know, you want comic books to be an escape, and they, you can't escape their politics. Didn't you tell me that you are you watched that show Young Justice on Hulu? I've tried. You seen I, this? They, you heard about this? They just brought it back <laughs> on HBO Go, and I have HBO Go. And I tried watching it, and I, I just couldn't do it. You just you can't recapture being a kid and liking something. But it but my point feel- is though, Ian, is that I looked up about thirty seconds of the show, and one thing that I realized is that not only is Superman in the show and he's alive, but Superboy's in the show and he's not gay. He has a girlfriend. Right. So, they're changing that. They're changing no, that they're- canon. No, he's now not. bisexual. They're, it's a different thing. It's the comic book. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's all one thing, and it's real. It's a different comic books. It's not all stories. one thing at all. Listen, no, you have Jesus, or some people have Star Wars. Yeah, I have Superman. Do you know how many comic book writers there are? So many, hundreds. But you you understand, Kenny? Patrice O'Neill is real to me. So when people are in violation, I have to get mad about it because it's my thing. Dude. Making a superhero gay is not in violation. They can do it. They're called writers. Doesn't mean they're going to make a fucking movie about it. Nope. You said that like they're talented writers. Anybody could be a writer, Kenny. There's homeless yeah, people the, writing shit. If the is really good, then they might be talented. The thing it's is, it's not. It's fucking horrendous. It's trash. But most comic books are trash. People like have a romantic idea that it's all great literature. It's like very little of it is actually good. Most of it is a yeah, soap opera. And it's trash. it's like you have to uh, you have to sift through decades of pretty much Scooby Doo antics, and you know every, every once in a while it'll be like, oh, that time Superman killed Batman, and it'll be like, oh, that was that was interesting for for fifteen minutes, and then yeah, it's another ten years you. of oh, <laughs> you, if it wasn't for you, you meddling superheroes, I would have, have gotten ever... away with my Doomsday Machine. And so how many times <laughs> are you gonna read that bullshit? Maybe How old are you? Read Kevin Smith or Scott Snyder. They remade the Batman stories. Made them pretty really sure old. he just he just named like the worst and best comic. Book I need one million dollars and I won't the same blow sense. up the world. <laughs> Don't people I, hate I, 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 I named two of the best. So that's what they're my Kevin favorite. Smith from uh, Clerks yeah. is in the, the chat. He I'm pretty sure written, people hate him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure people no, don't like his work at he all. Does, he does Batman Beyond like every single week. Well, Kenny, I hate to tell you this, but he took a gay character, He-Man, and he made him gay. So he's a terrible piece of shit. But the guy, oh, that's why people don't like him because he he's doing the He-Man cartoon. That's right. 
but and there's they're saying he made it gay, but it's it was always gay. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. No, no, literally, it was literally right. made. He's a great comic book guy. Kenny, so. you're an NPC. You just repeat what you've heard before. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> you're not real people. Read, so just I've pipe down comic. while the rest of us talk. I've read Kevin's comics. Kenny, there's They're chickens good. on the triangle, so don't go there till Tuesday. You understand me? <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. See, he responded <laughs> like that mean? made sense, but it doesn't because he's a fucking NPC. I can just say whatever the fuck I want to Chickens on the triangle. What's the NBC? You, nigga! Oh, no. I don't want to do this, but what do you think the odds are that you can go through some of Jeremiah Watkins' old podcast appearances and get him canceled off this Cartoon Network show? Oh, <laughs> That guy's a white is right, I Jeremiah Watkins? Yeah. Like what's up, Rex? I feel like I oh, can guys. say whatever I want to you because you're a fucking comic. This this is off the hit show Supergirls, <laughs> where it's like Supergirl, Wonder Woman, and whatever other bitch is in comics. Hey, what NBC means, okay, douche? All right, a, Kenny, we got you. <laughs> as oh, a children's wow. show, and uh, Jeremiah landed the part of Joker, and I believe he nails it. He's fantastic. And this is uh, the guy that slapboxed Luis J. Gomez. A female Joker? <laughs> He's been in <laughs> movies. He's an example of just hang out long enough in the right spot, meaning it's New York or L.A. binary Rex, okay? You will have what a career. That? That's the that, injustice uh... of comedy is... I'm in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't matter what the fuck I do. I'm not going anywhere. But this piece of shit can just be in L.A. and have a fucking career. This is what you're looking at. And, and I'm not I'm bi binary. I'm a man. What? I can serve Wait, talking about you, Kenny. Kenny, are you, are you talking in binary? What are you doing? You're a, <laughs> you are a robot. Triscuit is right. No, you. No okay, one, one, zero, 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 one, zero. Oh, All right, you. me and Ian need to stop making the same jokes at the same time. It's starting to get pretty you're goddamn parallel. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're Jinx. not parallel today. You're you the fucking dude. Shut the fuck up, asshole. All right, Kenny, you actually need to tone it down a little bit. <laughs> See, I'm a man. Yeah, that's right. Not a robot. But we don't need you to prove it. Okay. Okay. All right. So you, you have two options. Camera on. I would if I could. So Kenny, we're, Kenny, we're at a fork in the road. This is like a choose-your-own-adventure. We can either watch Shane on the roast. I don't have a time code for that, so you have to scan for it in the link to the Lewis J. Gummer's roast. Or we can see Shane's regrets about the roast when he was taken hostage uh, by Ari Shafir. Do you want to see the aftermath first, or do you want to see the damage first? Let's do. Let's see his regrets because I I watched some of the roast and I I wasn't excited for <laughs> for what was about to happen. So let's see where's Shane's regrets. It's I here. I wish in Philip Wave I had made a joke like take a shot every time you hear you look like because they must have said you look like about five hundred times in the two hundred two hour roast. Roast are like. They're fun, and I like them, but uh, it's about as ABC and paint-by-numbers as comedy comes. It's basically a set-up punchline. Uh, bah, 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 the worst thing that ever happened to you. Bah, 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 but your dead wife. And that's the formula that pretty much all of these comics go for. Yeah, the the best roasts are like the old like oh like, like Opie and Anthony people like the old Comedy Central ones where it was all Frank comics Geraldo. that worked together and like like knew each other. 
You know what I mean? But they were all also kind of like famous. This, this is, is the like, These guys know this each is, other. No, this is just Luis J. Gomez's friends. <laughs> it's it's Luis J. Gomez and, and Big J. Okerson and, and whatever, the third guy, are kind of successful. <laughs> and then it's just like their friends that they brought along with them. But they're not necessarily like funny in and of themselves. One time, someone said this about Rob Deerdeck, but I think it applies perfectly to Luis J. Gomez. There's a lot of people. Ian's pissing in a cup. Pissing in a cup. Yeah, we did it. Same joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, you will be pleased to know. I think we're I finding am. out that Bellin is a hack. I think I think I, I might be. I am reviewing your favorite podcast on my next show. Thank you, Kenny. My Someone said about Rob right. Deerdeck that there's a lot of people that wouldn't be famous if Rob Deerdeck didn't bring them along with him, and that's absolutely true about Louis J. Gomez. <laughs> there's a lot of these no, people that we know. shouldn't know. But because they of stuck Lewis, around, they hung out. They they were good for the money. I know a snake that hangs out that might be a hack. He skateboards. Lane, you might have a career. <laughs> Stand up yeah, which, you're, are you saying that I could do roasts and make comedy specials, Kenny? Because that's all that I'm hearing. Possibly, they. But you know, there's this guy that people say he's a snake. But look at these videos he did. Amazing, and he used to be on a show called With Apologies. Whoa, I've actually heard of that. Wait, I, I think right, you might you, need to be the little fappy acts of comedy. The little <laughs> little Ian Ellis X. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, just pick a pronoun and, and a dirty word, and, and that's your street name, and uh, do whatever you think is the cringiest comedy you can, but tell everybody you're like gay and trans. Who was the first else. guy? And then I Literally just make fun of That's comedy as your set and see how fast you move up the ranks. All right. So this is Shane Gillis getting interviewed in Ari's car. So Ari is streaming from his phone and doing a podcast and holding a mic while he's driving. First guy to make fun of Shane Gillis on this YouTube. Who was the first guy? This there isn't fucking a, you. a recipe for disaster. Okay. They, they somehow have three cameras. <laughs> now my my premise Why? for this is that all of them watch my roast so when i saw that lewis announced a roast his thing was like november 7th i dropped my shit on halloween day october 31st made it in about two hours that means the entire time <laughs> that lewis is promoting fucking skank fest south and his roast his viewers uh are going to youtube and looking for clips but because he has it it is a paid live event. There's no clips available. So he's just promoting and people are just searching and they're just finding Philip Wade. So thank you, Lewis, for sending all that traffic my way by not dropping any content. Here's Ari Shafir talking to our boy Shane. Mushrooms? Yeah. Hey, what was that like? <laughs> <laughs> you really are a nasty fuck, dude. I'm just a good impressionist. <laughs> you asked me to do this podcast and then you fucking humiliate Ooh. me. Oh, yeah, it's a humiliation podcast. I'm retitling it. <laughs> Aha, uh -huh, Philip Waves said you're a fat retard. Ha. I am sensitive, quit it. <laughs> yeah, we did. My people built the railroads. Who's your people? Irish people. Retards. They <laughs> come from a long side of retards. Hey, what the fuck? The N words sorry, of Europe. Sorry, uh, you've been. What was the name of the I podcast? I told you. <laughs> Shitting on you with Irish. You know, fucking embarrass me on this. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to find fun of you. And, and how? Why? He's a fucking come asshole. Come anyways, for taking credit for what the Asians did. It was the Chinese that built the railroads, right? <laughs> it was the squinty eyes.
Yeah, Why the slant eyes saying... blew out. They they put the nitroglycerin in the mountains. They made all the tunnels. Well, Why I mean, is shit? Wh- no reason to start the retards. The retards. Right? <laughs> He's already made it this far. The retards. That's good. Why is yeah, Shane we heard it, Kenny. He, so... You know what? That's a good point, Bellin. He can't stop disrespecting the Asians. He, he's got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> why does Shane? Uh, you know why is he like so? Shane Gillis. That's right. You're too loud. Why did you you're wait loud, for Kenny. Kenny? Why did you wait for Ian to talk to do that? Why? Why is Shane so triggered about people calling him a fat retard? Yeah. Why? Why is Ari using this to lay into him? Why does he know that that's a button to push? Stanley's Ooh. correcting you that this was before the roast, but after Rogan. Thank you, fucking autist. Oh, God forbid he paid attention. I mean, I mean, I guess it's better than mixing him up with like Kyle Rittenhouse or something like that. <laughs> you know, some people post videos about comedians and don't even realize who they are. So ne- next thing you're going to be telling me, Aaron Berg and Gino Disconti aren't the same person. We know that's they impossible. Are. I've never seen them in the same place or heard them talk at the same time. So until then, they're the same guy. Stop it! It hurts my feelings! Uh, no, we're point six. Okay. So no. So no. So that has, that's how I read a map? What? When it says more time to go, I, it's not right now? I don't know. I'm shitting at myself here, Shane. <laughs> Shane, you gotta calm the fuck down. I'm as calm as it can be. <laughs> I'm not uh, excited to do another uh, <laughs> You sprung the snake. I always thought they were the same people, too. Yep. Re- Rex, Kenny, how do you feel? I don't think you know who either of them are. Yes, I know. Aaron Bird is a uh, Berg is a writer, right? Kenny, that was three lines ago. Rex, how do you <laughs> feel about fucking Shane's energy, his tempo, his his whole vibe right now? He's it's like he was invited to have fun for the weekend. How does he feel about fun? I, he doesn't seem fun, and uh, he just seems like like there's just it's just like there's a loaf of bread in the car. It's like why is he even there? There's no. <laughs> There's no personality. There's nothing that really sets him apart from anyone. He's the most milk toast, plain motherfucker I've ever I, seen. I feel like you're just going over our talking points. <laughs> what did Ian tell me to say? He's toothless. He's fucking. But it's just uh, like there might as well be a mannequin in the car. What? At least Ari and Mark Norman, they kind of have a personality. Like, I don't know. He just, <laughs> he's just so plain. He's kind of like the robotic Wu-C-K. Lane, um, if somebody's in the car, cool. if somebody's in the car with you and me, and they're clearly not having a good time. What are, what are we going to do? Well, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be apologizing as you make fun of them. Very <laughs> I'm meanly. going to make sure they have a worse time because fuck you for having a bad time. Oh, you're, you're upset right now? How upset can I make you? If, if he's bothered by uh, calling him a, or if he's bothered by people calling him a retard, that's all you're going to call him. That sort of thing. <laughs> I just, I just right. think that every time Shane's on a podcast, right before the podcast starts, Shane has this conversation with the host, telling Shane, "No, come on, dude, just do it. Just do my podcast. It'll be cool. My fans will love you. It'll be good. It'll be go good." Like, no, are you sure? Like, I don't, I don't really have much. I don't really have much to say right now. I kind of used all my material on Rogan and my special. It's like, no, no, just come on, just come on. It'll be good. <laughs> like Shane's constantly being told, like, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then he goes up and. And a majority of people are like, who's this retard? And he's like, ah, see, this is what I was worried about. <laughs> okay, can I, I ask Ian a question? Yeah, man. Uh, so, okay, I've heard you say before that, you know, you feel like Ari watches Philip Wave, right? Yeah, everyone watches Philip Wave, according <laughs> to Ian. 
in my uh, schizophrenic mind, anytime anybody does anything similar to us, I think they're copying. Like I, right now, I think Lane yeah, is but, copying but, me, even but, though he had no idea Ian, what I was planning I this week. He's copying. Up. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, you are in. You are delusional, delusional. Who was calling? Who was calling Shane Gillis a retard first? Because like the sloth thing or whatever. That was absolutely me. God. Okay, I just <laughs> want. I want to know. Do you think I, maybe Ari saw the sloth, like the portrayal of Shane Gillis as this retard? Do you think Ari I, I saw know that? I know. I I know he. Did. I personally DM'd him footage of retard Shane. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I like to think I like to think when the cameras aren't rolling, Ari's like, hey kid, how are you doing? And Shane's like, oh, this fucking troll bothering me. He's like, oh yeah, show it to me. And then Ari is just dying laughing at Shane and how fucking stupid my shit is. And he's just needling Shane for being bothered by it. That that's my fantasy. Okay, so why why okay, I'll ask you this question and we'll go back to it or whatever, but like why would you retire when you if you I want like I know you believe you can make these things happen, right? You can get you can you can put something out into the ether. I could I could shape heaven and earth. Right. So why would you retire if the like why would you kill because that? Because Naclo went live for the first time and had forty six live viewers and I have six, nigga. That's why. <laughs> I am moving heaven and earth. Lupe is rapping about me. Royston Five Nine is rapping about me. Mersh is the most hated man on the, the internet. I body Jim Norton. Look. The yeah, whole okay. I fucking destroyed the real ass nigga. I'm a ghost. I don't exist. I don't exist. That, that's yeah, why. But, wait, you take no, you take no pleasure out of being this, this, you know, this entity. You know what I mean? You're kind of like the moth <laughs> man. You're like electricity. <laughs> You can't I'm see part it. of the fabric, yeah. But it's there. You know, yeah, you're part of the fabric of reality. You got to do DMT to know who Ian Ellis is. Ian's yeah, like hit the clown. Like he can do so much, but he can't come out of the sewers. It's just not That's something right. He can do. You don't take any Lupe. pride of being like an element. You know what I mean? Like you're, I, you're, 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 you're like fire, a force <laughs> of nature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do, I do love it, but. uh I don't like hosting anymore. But Lupe Fiasco literally said, like in one of his lives, he's like, sometimes you'll work with someone and you just got to know that you and them work together. And just you guys know that. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, Lupe. <laughs> you can't say my name? What the fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I think Ari should be. I, I mean, I want to believe this, too. I want to believe Ari's just going to call Shane Gillis a fucking retard forever <laughs> because he saw Philip Wayne. I, mean, like, I, I want to believe that. Coming up is an example of me thinking I got something wrong, but I don't want to spoil it. Let's hear more from Shane, who's clearly having the best time of his life. Everybody's tweeting about Skankfest, like, I can't believe it's over. This is the greatest weekend of my life. This is the best show. Lewis runs comedy. Like, fantastic. Except Shane. With all the microphones and all the like the little arms holding the phones up everywhere, fucking Shane Gillis looks like fucking Doc Octopus from Spider-Man. <laughs> that square. Hello, head. Peter. Electronics <laughs> coming out everywhere. Right. Tentacles are just twirling around in the fucking cars. You running. should recut the, <laughs> the Spider-Man Far From Home, and it just cuts to this <laughs> in the car. Hello, Shane Peter. talking about not being a retard. <laughs> Hello, Peter. Who was first guy? Aren't you? <laughs> uh, who was first guy? I love that. Joke. Never get old. Can't you tell? <gasps> what would be your purge things? Huh? If you got a purge day, what would you do? Real? 
it touched to me like that. It was The Purge. Anybody see The Purge? Oh. Um, pause. This is the best oh, concept fuck. for a movie ever. All right, this is Eric Griffin, who does this joke every single night at five different open mics in L.A. I've seen him do this bit 437 times. I was only there for nine months. months. Ari Shafir has seen him do this a million times. Ari Shafir is taking Eric Griffin's bit. Eric Griffin, who stole a joke from me about what if, you know, the Bible, it's supposed to be a trustworthy story. It's written down 500 years later. It's a game of telephone. It's more like a Wikipedia page by people that hate women. And then that joke was stolen from Eric by Bill Maher. Welcome to Schizophrenia. Shout out to Eric Griffin. But Ian, isn't the concept of like the purge, isn't that kind of just a trope now? Like that's not really. It is a trope, but you can't not hear this bit if you're in L.A. Eric Griffin does this every night, a dozen times a night, all over the fucking comedy store. Before Ari Shafir, after Ari Shafir, in the middle of Ari Shafir set, Ari has heard this fucking bit. How much does he make per set? Sometimes they get $500 to go up there and do five minutes. Sometimes oh. you make $1,200 a night, and that's if you're getting cheated by the club. Sometimes you take the door, and the, the club takes the bar. And if you're a draw, you take home, you know, six grand a night. Cat Williams is okay. making like $125 million a night. I'm talking about Eric Griffin. How much is Eric Griffin making? He probably <laughs> blows dudes for stage time. <laughs> Nobody so likes maybe Eric Griffin. Twenty bucks or like a free plate of, plate of fries or some shit, right? They look at him like, "Oh, it's Sinbad's nephew." Uh, yeah, give him a mop. He <laughs> he'll sweep up later if you let him go up. <laughs> like he walked on stage with the apron from washing dishes once. Yeah. <laughs> so society can blow off steam. All crime is legal for one night a year. You walk out of that theater like more than kill. Lane, I, I, I saw him do this joke and, and we'll say 2015 and I was like, man, that is such a played out bit because the purge was old. But goddamn, there have been six fucking purges since then. Like, this is the joke that keeps on giving. He's like, so he was every time this, a new purge comes out, he's fucking excited. He was doing this joke when you were in LA in 2015. Yes. And this video came out. Oh, well, you made this video, so I can't judge him for 2020. <laughs> this came out in 2020. Okay. Well, I'm glad the pandemic didn't he, slow down the purge joke. He's waiting to do it on the Tonight Show. He's waiting for Jimmy Fallon to call. Forming a purge list. I just You're not even watching the movie because it sucked, but you're just like, huh, that bitch is there for sure. Have wheels on him. Man, how about that post-Rogan guilt, though? Ah, oh, the Rogan regrets. And this rain. We're all experiencing, me and, well, Mark all especially, because right, he, he acted a f <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Rex Right <laughs> Alright this guy was just like How about those post Rogan regrets And Mark was like Yeah I know it could change our careers Isn't that right I'm thinking about everything I ever said These guys are a bunch of suckerfish Like as Kyle says I don't know That's not what they sounds like though? Are they are they trying to like reassure Shane like in some weird way like passive aggressively because I feel like Mark and Ari have both been on Joe Rogan's show a ton of times. But Shane, what do they should they just be to, like that's my friend? Ari should have <laughs> Shane is trying to pre-apologize. And wouldn't it be nice if Ari pointed this out and fucking teased him and held his feet to the fire 
But instead, both of them are like, I know, it's like your whole career got head in the balance. Isn't it so crazy that he controls our futures? It must know, be just... fun to find your friends talking about you behind your back on their podcast. They all they shamelessly suck his dick. All of them. And then it, it gets reported by Unique. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all shamelessly Kyle. suck his dick. And then a fucking a Cape Verdean in fucking Providence in his closet makes fun of them for it. And they Talk don't respond. <laughs> yeah. All of them. Well, not so much Ari. I bet you Ari can make fun of Rogan. And Rogan, like, you know, probably looks at him like a peer. But all these underlings, like fucking Shane Gillis and even Mark Norman, they just shamelessly suck Rogan's dick. None of them make fun of him for his fucking fanny pack or his toe shoes or whatever. Like, he's a fuck. Rogan is objectively a faggot, right? Am I there the there is a clip I have in here we might want to, we might be able to skip to of Rogan talking about how he's confident he can suck his own dick. And no, <laughs> no one stopped to be like, how do you know that? By the way, we have his dick big. Um, this is what I was I don't saying. want to see that. <laughs> And I so don't know how you behavior. It. Really? This is what I was, I was saying about the graveyard. The these corpses... you after the 300 he owed you? <laughs> <laughs> he traded me a black calling even. <laughs> I still have it in my phone. I was, I was looking for a picture this week and I saw, oh, I have uh, Donald Trump's penis as well. <laughs> Those are my two dick pics, Donald Trump and Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> this is what I was saying about boomers who are like, they're sticking their hands out of the grave. These corpses are coming alive. Joe Rogan's trying to fight back. Dave Chappelle's trying to fight back. Lewis is trying to... Lewis has a song called The Rape Song before he does rape jokes. They're trying to be edgy as fuck. But when trouble comes their way, they treat it like the fucking civil war rather than an opportunity to have fun. And there's none of these guys that is like, well, I, I hope somebody says something so that I can trigger him a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here on the side of funny. I can't wait to tease these guys about being mad. You guys feel bad, right? I feel shame. Come on, guys. <laughs> you bombed too. Do you ever uh, like try to recreate the night as uh, with your memories and slowly make your feelings get worse about what yes. happened? Yes, what's happening <laughs> <your> today? <laughs> today, I'm thinking back on the podcast. Jesus. Yeah, I know. I remember during this show being like, this is great. Try to remember this. This is a nice moment. I like, uh, oh yeah, I like when uh, we're. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> How does a highway patrol not just pull up alongside them and just point at the phone and be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, you're doing a? Are you making a TV show while you drive? Stop! This isn't a closed <laughs> road." <laughs> they they are so lucky. The their mics. They're yeah, lucky. Their trolls aren't like calling the fucking Milwaukee PD as they're driving. Like, no, they're on Route 67. They're fucking. Driving in podcasts. If they ever figure out live streaming, they have a lot of trouble coming their way, let me tell you. <laughs> you think the police have a code for that? For like a live stream in progress? Don't pull your gun out right away. Um, <laughs> what Looking the, what the for fuck? three white males holding microphones. We have a G-A-Y in progress. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Shane just say? That he uh, is thinking about all of, he's going over the podcast in his head and is making it worse, <laughs> going over every fine detail of what he said on Ari's podcast the next day. To me, this is someone who's, who doesn't know who they are and they're scared to be who they are. Because they're, they're so 
uh, swayed over by social opinion. Like you're scared to even have a strong voice about something because God forbid you think the wrong thing. Like he wants to conform. He wants to be the nail that is nailed down. Did I do? He didn't like it. Story and you're like, <laughs> stuck with him, dude. Oh. He brought it up later. He was like, ah, That's shit. a good one. That's when you know it's a good I one. Five. People are like still feeling it way later. But I mean, he gets. Just in case any young Helen DeKeller piece of shit out there is feeling some kind of way about me making fun of Shane, this is Ari, Shane, and Joe List. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Talking about how fun it is to tease, troll, and especially when it sticks with them. As Mark Maron used to say, I love the dark shit. They love this shit. Shane loves that I'm covering him right now. This is his favorite thing. He's one of the guys. He can't believe he's fucking getting trashed for being a spineless pussy. He's, this is fantastic. His whole life he dreamed of being called out. He gets blown all day long. It must be nice to get shit on. It's I think like, that's what I'm saying. He brought it up as like it was a good thing. He was oh, okay. laughing. He was like, that was a fun podcast. Let's do it whenever. And he was like, Lane. he does guys are breaking. Really. Didn't you literally say that same thing about Shane where it's like, he gets blown all day long. Like, <laughs> shouldn't it be? Like, am I not allowed to fucking love him? Like, I can't. Well, that's that's the thing that his fans do. Like, I've I've never seen really a fan base that was more hell bent on sticking up for the feelings of the guy. Like, not even like a lot of it's not like oh fuck been you, through Shane's enough. Hilarious. It's like yeah. It's like come on, man. What, what do you do? Why don't we see your face, which you look like? You know what I mean? That's what a lot of the comments are. They're making fun of Ian for being a chicken guy, which people have taken the time to figure out that Ian used to be a chicken guy. And they're like, you work at fucking KFC. Why would I listen to what you think? It's like, is that what you're basing all of this off of? It's, just, it's a hierarchy to you? You're supposed to like Shane? What fucking job do you have? I work for my money, motherfucker. I, I, I love that they go to the trouble to try and have a deep burn. And they don't realize they're being hacked by doing. <laughs> they couldn't even go. You're forty and white. They're fucking. Uh, what are you sling chicken for a living? I just like it because we still all your jokes, videos. dude. It's like, yeah, I typed in your name and found you making chicken. Bet you I wouldn't find that. Bet you thought I wouldn't find that, huh? It's like, oh Soon man, you guys will be going. This oh no, the chicken video. Oh shit. Rex, one of Shane's defenders messaged me privately he's like what the fuck are you doing and i was like don't you love comics shitting on other comics like that's the best part of comedy that's the shit that gets my dick hard what what was the part of comedy that got your dick hard i honestly i loved o a which was all fucking ball breaking and the comedy roast on co like when i first started seeing the comedy roast with greg giraldo and shit like that actually good comics i that i enjoyed do you do you buy break. the excuse like they'll be like yeah but Ian they were friends they knew like you can't make fun of them you can't just be a peer or they're equal they were mm. close personal friends you can't do that it's not fair I don't know I just the, the L A comics or the Rogan orbiters or whatever doing these roast battles and shit they are all a bunch of fucking sensitive hipsters that get upset and, <laughs> like they're all faggots they can't, Bitch they're me. not the, they're not the seller table you know what I mean like they're not you're not uh, built the, like the, that. No, they're not. And uh, I just. But even just... like their their good material, right? I'm sorry I interrupted you, Rex. But like oh, okay. the the Joker thing, like Shane said about our, uh, 
Tony. Tony. It's just kind of mean. It wasn't really a joke or necessarily funny. It was just a mean, true thing to say. It's it's not like they're necessarily even making like good roast jokes. Like joke like I miss a time when jokes were jokes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. when people actually made jokes instead of just stating facts. Being <laughs> smart tough crowd. And like, yeah, tough crowd. That was that group of of uh the seller crew. You know what I mean? That was Patrice, that was Norton, you know, even Louis C.K. or whatever. Those were those were a group of comedic like comedy or comedians that were friends that beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, we're were, we're gonna get into this later with Mark Maron. He did a podcast about cancel culture, but it's like there was a thing that we loved about comedy, and that it was kind of brutal, and it wasn't political. It wasn't a hate crime. It was just a you want to see someone swing as hard as they can, like a great fucking athlete. That was a bunch of fucking hacks and woke fucking. (laughs) That's right, Jenny. They're scared to death. This is not a hero. Uh, the only thing I saw, did, did you guys watch the Skank Fest? Because like the only thing I saw was like some boxing match where fucking Lu- uh, Lewis was dressed like a pinata. I for like twenty minutes when I had time. My stone. Yeah. Was it good? Every time I tried to watch it, I would get bored very quickly. I don't like the I the twenty minutes was good. Vibes. I don't know about the rest. They they have it a real like fucking ICP vibe at those things, and I don't like it. I don't think right. it's they cool. I don't find it very carnyish, like very ga- grassroots, <laughs> very juggalo. Yeah, Carnage. you're right. It's perfect. Yeah, that's a perfect description. I don't know. I just saw that boxing match with fucking um, what's his face, the guy uh, from Faction Radio. What's that guy's fucking Ellis Mania? Jason yes. Ellis. Jason Ellis and fucking Louis C- or uh, Louis J Gomez dressed as a pinata and like ten other guys. <laughs> Fighting Skank like Fest. Yeah. Fest is pretty much like any event Bam Margera has ever thrown, but only the gay parts. Not like <laughs> no, none of like the monster trucks or like Slayers not there. There's no bitches mud wrestling. It's just the gay nope. parts. Just <laughs> Nobody gets their dick dicks bit and off faces. by a No Glar yeah. is playing that place. No, no, no. It's just it's just Zach Galifianakis, whatever that guy's name is. He's in a he's in a G string for some reason, and he's doing a belly flop through a table, and it's a bunch of drunk guys cheering. I don't get it. If, like if I wanted to believe Bebo that Skank Fest, they have to have Guar. I'm telling you that now. Like when I started watching Legion of Skanks like five six years ago or whatever, fucking, I wanted to believe like New York, the New York scene was still badass and it was still funny and shit like that. But it really is, is like uh... it's, it's no it. different than the fucking gay LA scene. You know what I mean? Like, is it any different? This is what I hate about Helen liking fucking Shane Gillis more than me. (laughs) It was like, what what do I have to do to get through through to you? This is them on their weekend off, untethered, uncensored, comic produced, comic released exclusively to the skank audience. This is as brutal as they get. And then this is them being so sorry the next day. These are yeah, your fucking but, heroes, Helen. But Ian, it's the it's the production. It's something to watch. Like a lot of the times, like the 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 big problem with your comedy is that no one can really find it. Like no one can watch you on stage with good audio t- doing bits. Like you need to dig through treasure troves to to find it, and it has to be edited, and it has to be restored, like old VHS tapes, like. 
if you Listen, and your Chicago who... friends did this on YouTube with this quality that these guys are doing, you'd have a few thousand subscribers. You'd be doing Does a podcast. Does anybody actually like the stand-up, though? Like, don't you just like this background noise? Like, the I, podcasting no is what they're yeah. into. But, but you need the stand-up to have the excuse to have the podcast. Like, okay, that's if what you I, like stand-up, I, I got 12 fucking mixtapes, so... <laughs> That's the Smoke but no, some weed. But Ian, it's hard. It's not that's the same thing with Lil Fappy's music. It's not easily digestible. Like the reason why Shane Gillis gets a million views on his comedy special is because he films it with a bunch of HD cameras and has it all mic'd up and pays pays the fucking comedy club to let him film there and he gets all of his celebrity friends to promote it. There's a lot of stuff behind it. Well, you know Lane, what I mean? It, it, it's COVID. My producer Hack enough to to make the bare minimum quality standards. My, if my you producer have that. doesn't have uh, Joe Biden's vax, so he can't make it out here. Uh, you know, we we could carve out time to do this, but um, you know, it's COVID. Ian, so. You have to be able to do it. It's the same thing with the rapper, and the same thing with a fucking no, 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 no. Because Shane Gillis gets like hundreds of thousands of dollars a month from his fucking Patreon. Which is money to do this? I yeah, but he got that because he he got canceled on SNL. I have fucking you, bills. Ian, he got canceled on SNL. That's why he will always have Patreon members and he'll always be able to get people to watch his podcast because he's the canceled on SNL guy. Well, then I'm Ari auditioning for SNL. <laughs> amazing racist slash Kobe guy. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan was the fucking uh, Fear Factor guy before he did his I'm, podcast. I'm saying it's you, not like you he want just me, the podcast. You want me to do what they do, but I don't have the resources they have, man. It, it's just not practical. That, I, that it's it's never practical until that's well. That's what I'm saying, Ian. If if you had a podcast that was you and your three friends sitting in a car with mics, you'd probably be a third as popular as whatever this fucking show is after a few tries. That's what I'm telling you. It's it's you a guys, quality, right? you, you guys got to go get cars. <laughs> We're all camming up next I, season. I, shit, I don't I don't want to sit in a car with no. you and talk about comedy. Yeah, no. That's even your this. friends do. You, the guys who talk at the club. I like the this. Club, you're doing your, your set right, and then you run into some buddies. Do it with those guys. You, you can all sit in a car near each other. That's right. Rex, these, these are the top guys. Is there anybody in this car you feel like you couldn't run through? Ari. I don't think I could run through Ari. But Mark Norman, you know what? I do have respect for Mark Norman, too. Yeah, I, I feel like too. Ari, I don't think Ari's phased by anything. I think he will make fun of Rogan, and Rogan will respect him still. The other two, uh, Rogan will shit on them and they'll bow down and say, sorry, sorry, sir. <laughs> you know, Mark Norman yeah. is cool and he's funny. He reminds me, he's like, I feel like he's Norm McDonald's baby. He's got it. He's kind of got that, that Norm McDonald oh. vibe. Oh, am I, is, does that make any sense when I say that? That's the vibe I get off of him. It's like, he is a baby. Norm. It, oh. He's just like Merch trying to like step into Doug Stanhope's shoes. He's like, wow, right. man, <laughs> you know, Norm won't be around forever. And hey, me and Joe List, maybe if we do it together, it's not as awkward. You know, this is just yeah. the way some guys talk. My my material's original. I listened to fuck. I used to listen to Tuesdays with stories and shit, and I was just like, what the fuck are these? Are these guys old timey broadcasters? What the fuck am <laughs> I listening to? <laughs> well, Mark Norman, I feel like nowadays or whatever. Mark Norman is he's he's cool. I think he's I don't know. He's getting better. Or whatever as he goes on. I, I do have respect for Mark Norman. 
There's nothing ours. personal about what he does. It's 100%. Yeah, here's a cadence and a punchline. Right. Well, that's what I was earlier. How come every comedian now sounds like they're doing a voice? Like, I thought, I thought it was esoteric when people were like, it takes 10 years to find your voice. But it literally takes 10 years to figure out how to talk like you're like a... <laughs> Here's the setup and punchline. Like, people right. actually do that. It's crazy. This is rogue internet guy to Mr. Medicare. So, Mark Norman to Norm McDonald, right? Right. You, you can like him, but it's rogue internet guy. Just understand that. Mark Norman is, or sorry, Norm McDonald, I think a big thing about him, he is uniquely Canadian. That drawl in his voice and shit like that. That's why he's so different than everybody else. He really yeah, sounds... Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm Joe List. Ah, the I swear my speech. Like, yeah. that, they, That's they the like him. voice. They like he, him not because that's him or like Mark Norman sounds like that because he's from New Orleans or whatever. They just love uh, the way Norm MacDonald sounds. But like if Norm MacDonald wasn't from Nova Scotia, like he wouldn't sound... Like Norm MacDonald is just a unique person, right? I do like Norman though. Don't get me wrong. But I do feel like he is... Norm McDonald's baby. I don't know. Jay King says Mark's voice makes him mad. <laughs> it just <laughs> angers him to hear it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just feel like it's like, uh, does does my cadence write my punchlines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about that. Yeah. Think about that. It's Say like, a lot. It's, pause. It's like Norm McDonald is the ghost face killer, and fucking Mark Norman is the action Bronson. I love them both. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. <laughs> I love Norm. I met Norm. It was awesome. Uh, and, and now he's dead. When did it's you meet smoke. Norm, Kenny? You like uh, you smoked bonk hits out of your mother's asshole no, with him? What did you guys do? Like three years ago. I just feel like Mark Norman. I would push him in a locker. He doesn't have shoulders. He smells like a nerd. I'll be I would right fucking back. knock a juice box out of his hands. He's a faggot. He looks like Boy Meets World. Mark Norman, <laughs> Joe Liz, stay the he fuck out like of my way. I'm world. fucking you up if I run into you in these streets. Topanga's <laughs> mine, nigga. She gonna suck my dick. Oh shit, Jeff's fucking. Uh, he so made the writing pizza. on his special look like the Spider Man. It was the same font. And it's because he's a Peter Parker ass motherfucker. You Peter Parker looking ass nigga. You tried to lean into that. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> I just, you know what? One thing I remember about Mark Norman is like, so how many Puerto Ricans do we have in the house? Right. And then the, the crowd Lewis? goes crazy. He's like, okay, too many. <laughs> 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 I don't think, I don't know. I think. I think Mark Norman has his place. You know what I mean? If there's going to be uh, uh, Mark or uh, Norm McDonald. Okay, so how many George Floyds do we have in the audience? No. <laughs> I would give Mark Norman like a 7 out of 10 on the stand-up scale. Like he's more, he's a slightly better than no, mediocre no, 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 average. No, 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 no. You give him right. the Dante Patrice rating out of 30. I don't like giving that rating to men. I don't, that's, that's specifically a woman's rating, but if... What, what are we going to do? Hack comedy, good comedy, and great comedy? Is that the... I don't even know. See, you have to restructure the whole scale, Ian. You can't just spring new science on me like this when I haven't done the math. It's 7 out of 10. Yeah. That's strong, though. I mean, that's better than the most. Most of them, right? I don't, I don't hate Mark Norman. I, I think it's... I understand more for the stage, like why I guess you have to talk like that, but why does he talk like that all the time? That's his voice. That's what he honed. You know, that's who he's, that's, that's what, what he was working it. on for the last 10 years. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got, 
you got to work. Hey, and so how I'm kind of like Mark Norman, but not really. Kind of like Norm Macdonald, not really. Do you think it's a little Canadian appropriation, Rex? Do you think we're going to start yeah, seeing absolutely. that more now that Mark Norman's dead? And he's from or New Norm Orleans. Like just, <laughs> it's such a rich culture or whatever that he could draw from or whatever. I absolutely do think he's a clone of Norm Macdonald. I could be wrong on that, but, you know, I don't know. Welcome Cosmic Cam to the show. What up, Cos? Hey, 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 party people. I just realized Kenny's gone. He must have gone on that hike. Though you. No. I just realized I was muted. Guys, there are hundreds of thousands of people every year that are trying to make it as stand-up comics. You hear from about 20 voices. Yeah. He is part of the privileged class of they're like, yeah, that's acceptable. Right. You're saying he's good compared to what, nigga? The other 100,000 SoundCloud rappers? It's why no, I think he's the baby being, is good. He's the best of what's being shoved down your throat. Right. That's why I'm saying like the the baby is a good rapper because he sounds kind of like outcasted fucking 25 <laughs> years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not an originate. There's nothing original about it, but it's it's I can hit none that frequency. His, none of his gay fans have AIDS. That's something to brag about. I don't know why they're shaming it. The uppercut grandma snitching in the chat that I'm not Norm channel keeps trying to peddle their t-shirts on Norm memorial streams. See, now this this is uh, why this is why I, I can't do anything with the Cult of Black Phillip channels I, because people I, will get very angry. Everything is a grift, yeah. Yeah, you can't I noticed do you you could promote the Rolo doc. I think that's in the wheelhouse. Um, I already did that. Fucking one time. The the I am not norm crowd, they clipped up Come Town, but they did not clip up with apologies Norm McDonald's last interview. Come on, that that was a phenomenal norm. You you can't get that out there. What, what are you not on the side of funny? You hating son? No, it doesn't help them sell more T-shirts, Ian. Now, uh, uh, a lot of people think that uh, I'm getting raped by Satan in hell, and uh, jokes on him. I'm gay. <laughs> Classic norm. Classic norm, McDonald. Tell him I'm gay. It's good. Big fat man asked in the chat what we would rate Ari on a scale of one to ten. Want to go around the room? Just... Yeah, go ahead. I'll I go think Ari's yeah, I'd funny. say a nine. I'd fuck him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, calm What's down, up? Alex. What's up, Carmine? What's shaking, dude? What's going on, K Kid? I think Ari. I fuck him. Ari is interesting as a agent of chaos, and uh, he does funny antics in real life. Uh, his actual stand-up is just shitty storytelling that's lazily done. Uh, he should be a lot better, particularly for his age and for the amount of time he's been doing comedy yeah. and for who his peers are. But as far as being on the side of funny, like in real life, all the time being the character, he is the president of the class. He's the top person in comedy, more than Doug Stanhope. He is about this life. Our president. I would give him a nine. Yeah. yeah, I would say Ari is a nine. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll give him that. I agree with what Ian said. I've never Good seen analysis. somebody recover from such a devastating. Like yeah. he just he capitalized he on that. And boom, roast to the, the Kobe top. stuff. Yeah, he roasted the Kobe top. shit. He's like, fucking. He got canceled. The... Then he went to the top right after I, that. I give him uh, a solid seven point two out of ten. Red box. <laughs> Necklo. Comedy Central took his show from him. 
Yeah, but I mean, he's still there. He didn't care. You yeah. maybe didn't he say something like it was freeing that he didn't have to follow any rules anymore? He like, he wore a Lakers jersey to the fucking Luis J. Gomez roast. Right. He's kind of like he got so high off of the attention of being canceled. Now he's trying to recapture that that excitement, but he can't do it because they don't care anymore. They're like, oh, it didn't stick, and they've all moved on. They don't care about any of his other crimes. Yeah, they forgot he's, about what he. He was probably inundated with death threats and shit and fucking, you know. Black Twitter. But Ari's also not a new comic either. Like, Ari's been around since 2006. Yeah, when he was picking up Mexicans and taking them to the immigration office. Ari's been doing this for a long time. He was IRLing in fucking clan uh, robes and shit. Yeah, he was. Wait, did he go to a mosque and then like try to sell the women razor blades and stuff? To, like, <laughs> nigga, he went up to the he went up to the pyramids with a pickup truck full of Jews. That's how old Ari is. Exactly. <laughs> All right, now we're getting a lot of chat participation. Jeff Scully asks, "Was Chris D'Elia ever funny?" Absolutely oh. not. I beg not to at all. I used to yell at my friend before the <laughs> before the <laughs> pedo stuff came TV. out. My friend said his favorite no. podcast was the Chris D'Elia Ten podcast. podcast. Ten minute podcast. I'm not funny. saying that he's a funny comic. He's funny on TV. That's all. Chris D'Elia filled the the void of 15 year old girl fans that uh, Dane Cook left behind. <laughs> when like Dane, Dane Cook got his mother's his money stolen Ooh. by his brother, yeah, he just Sasso, and they gave it all to him. Yeah. Then, Will Sasso, Brian Callen, and fucking uh, Chris D'Elia were fucking hilarious together on the 10-minute podcast. That was a funny fucking podcast. That was a long time ago. It was like eight years ago or whatever, but I, they were funny. I'm going to call it now. So it's like, you know, Chris D'Elia was like, I'm Dane Cook, but I'm going to do it right. There's going to be a Pete Davidson, but I'm going to do it right. You yeah, just watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Little Machine Gun Kelly out there. I don't think there's anyone worse than stupid Pete Davidson. He's horrible. I do not like Pete Davidson. He drinks smart all. water. Ugh. Okay, I got it. Okay, I'm just a hater. I don't know. <laughs> what are we watching here? This is uh, Ari, Shane Gillis, and Mark Normand talking about their regrets. Well, mostly Shane's regrets from being on the Joe Rogan wait, wait, podcast. I, I, but I, I, we're getting very distracted. We so can go into are they on the Jerry Seinfeld podcast? Is it comedy? Cars <laughs> Driving in cars, coffee? getting coffee. Totally unique yeah. idea, yep. Okay. So, Cosmic, you're the funniest one of the night. I'd fuck him. <laughs> what is the deal with doing Rogan and getting canceled? It's like I don't even play colleges. Stanley, you're right. Will Sasso is a genius, and that's why that sh- like he was obviously the funniest part of that shit. But Brian Callen and fucking the same joke boys. every night. What was the first guy? What's the deal with that? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's the deal with being a fucking hack? Yeah, Shane. What's the deal with that? You know, Kenny, I like we're, how we're Kenny's gonna, finding his voice. We're going to get into this later. We're, after this, we're going to go to the actual roast of uh, Luis de Gomez. And Shane, while he had the best set, he has the delivery of Kenny TV. You're, you're going to be blown away. Nice. Let's get through through these. You know what? First. You know what? Comedian on a podcast on an interview. Know you, Eddie, and on stage that I really I really like because like that I see notice that now that we have the podcasting format, you can almost like I don't really like his stand up, but I like to hear him on podcast or I like to hear him on an interview. And the one person who's always never really lets me down. I don't consider him the best or one of my favorite. 
Ian Ellis Bobby is Lee. absolutely no, Bobby Lee. Every time, no matter if he's uh, on stage or in an interview, uh, I'm gonna mm. laugh at Bobby Lee. I don't know why. I've he never seen his stand up, but I do think Bobby Lee's super funny. <laughs> yes, he is I, very I, funny. I think that people look at Asians the same way they look at people with Down syndrome. Oh, where it's just... like he, he's just it, it, for a retarded person. That's phenomenal, but he's he's not people. He's retarded. <laughs> I see him more as retarded than I do Asian. And I think, that's my I think point. he identifies yeah. as this, retarded. This isn't brilliance. This is a uh, low IQ. Uh, <laughs> no, it's embraced. Oh, it, yeah. no, I it's wouldn't embraced call it craziness. Yeah. It, I, it I enjoy a person that's willing to go like, like a, it's almost Kanye esque to be like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy and I'm going to take it to the fucking level 12, you know? Like I, I like that. I think I think uh, what's his name? The Asian guy? I already forgot. Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee. Bobby Lee. I was gonna yeah. call him Billy Lee. Bob. I, I think Bobby Lee knows that he's crazy and he has fun with it, yeah. and it makes for entertaining stuff. I don't, need, I don't stuff. need everyone to be like Colin Quinn and yeah, Bill exactly. Hicks I'm sick of red state, blue state. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need the deeper brilliance. I mean, sometimes I just like I said, I I'm just not let it's down. That's what's great. Well, well, you know, Cosmic. Great. We're we're gonna I get into that later. Live off Broadway. Let's get We're back to into Aria. that later when, when we cover this, this young Mark Marin. But yeah, let's hear about that. Like Mark Marin too. That's for once. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's like a hot chick who gets just you know waited on hand and foot. That yeah. one guy's mean to her, and she's like, I want to fuck him. I have seen comments that I like that like eh, Burr and Ari are like the only guys that fucking throw yes. in his face. <laughs> like, yeah, these were just friends. They're supposed to. I do yeah. those YouTube shorts and they all get like 10 views, but yeah. then I put one of me calling Rogan Ooh. fat and I hit take what you shit on that twink. I mean, if in front of people, it's always fun. Yeah. Twink. I'm gonna be real quiet about shitting on comics being fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> Meter. <laughs> You're old. It's fun for you, Shane. <laughs> I am not liking the way this trajectory well, this podcast You should have made headed. fun of my weight, dude. Well, shouldn't have had so much. Yeah, you're fat. <laughs> Mark, dude, don't make me. Oh, my God, oh, Mark. Dad. Are you crazy? You're going... I'm sensitive. Quit it. Head to head what with the Gills? hell, dude? I'm I come gay. on here and you guys are treating me like crap. After all you did yesterday, the way you trash people? Yeah, you too, fatty. <laughs> when's, when's the last time you guys hit and ran? Come on, guys. They're calling me a fat retard. You can't have fun with that. Go in America. <laughs> and you gave up. <laughs> It'd be so funny if you could juxtapose my face while he was telling the story. I was hitting him with a real like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, and then as soon as you snored, I was like, oh, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a phony. <laughs> I caught myself doing the phony thing earlier, and that's why I did the oh. snore to, like, redeem myself. Do you guys ever catch yourselves doing the phonies? I don't know. I just reached, like, I'm meditating right now. This is fucking <laughs> bored me to the point where my, my yeah. mind is a blank page. Let me tell you why this isn't working. Um, I might have to knock uh, Mark Norman down to a six after that. Yeah, I know. I know. Poor Mark. Stop this. Like, Jerry Seinfeld is riding around in, like, a luxury vehicle that sounds like he doesn't have any sound at all. It's just, like, floating down Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? They're not going too fast. They're not on a back road. Like in Indiana, like what? Who thought this was gonna be a good idea? Like, uh, are are I, you I, accusing Cosmic? Are you Jerry. accusing this podcast of having the same quality as Ian Ellis's audio? Yeah, yes, it's yeah, worse. I'm getting it's far worse. Hey, dude, you're gonna have to fucking buckle up. Ding, <laughs> ding. In two point seven miles, turn right. <laughs> uh, these are guys that are like. 
you ever catch yourself having the phonies? Yeah, but we're real. We're, we're not phony, right? Like, like guys in the audience listening, you don't have to worry about it. We are. We're uncomfortable. We want our careers, but, but, but we're real. We're real. The phonies. I've seen Seinfeld. He fucking killed. It was funny. Thanks, Dude, how awful is it when you catch yourself on a phony? Oh, big phone. Yeah. Oh. I just want to be like... What would you yeah. rather do? Eat McDonald's for 30 days straight or do shrooms 30 days straight? Gay. What a dumb question. What a <laughs> stupid... Un-edgy. Now he's five out of ten. He's been kickflipped. The obvious answer is McDonald's. Barely. Right, <laughs> well, the obvious answer is shrooms. Hello. You can get a grilled chicken. You can get a chicken McGrill or a filet of fish and not gain too much weight off of McDonald's for 30 days. Yeah, you could right. easily do Old that. Old Sober Rex would go with that one. Uh, I, th- I think I've eaten both McDonald's and uh, shrooms for 30 <laughs> days at different times. <laughs> All right, guys. I know we're three of the top rising comedians, and 87,000 people are going to view this podcast. Instead of talking about something or having a real opinion, would you rather fuck a hot chick with a dick or an ugly girl with a pussy? Go. Oh. It's it's who is who was first guy and would you rather? It's, would you it's rather? Just a bunch of flirting that you would, would do you on like Tinder. So who's the first guy that picked fucking the ugly chick? If you had like to be one superhero that... male, right? Like man, a man's BO is not different than a woman's BO, so you obviously got to go <laughs> with the, the hot tranny. It's not like they're they're blowing dad farts and shit. <laughs> you know That's what, I mean? what Australian Ellis said. Okay. Yeah, Ozzy yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Get Ozzy out. made the blueprint, you know? Like <laughs> Does every podcast have a thing, by the way? Because you know how come town they just make everything gay. Who yeah. was first gay? Like does does every podcast Wait. have like a thing? Like does Ari just play Would You Rather and Deal Eric this Foreman's is, bitch. This, this is Mark Norman, uh, who's basically being a pickup artist on a date. Who's like, "Hey, I've run out of things to say, but I don't want Walking. that air, and I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I got so right this now. party gimmick." Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah. All right, Kenny. What are you? What? What are you doing? What? Yeah, why? Yeah. Why are you thinking out loud about your Dunkin' Donuts? Don't, this isn't the place for that. I don't. Walking. Okay, Kenny. Well, Kenny, oh, just do it. Coke, and he's steering the ship. No you. Boo you. Penny, next time you want to get some Dunkin' no Donuts coffee, just just do it. You don't have to announce it. You can just get some coffee, and then you I'm can with keep... you, Kenny. I'm actually gonna go get a Tim Hortons right now. Guys, should we all take a quick fifteen to get some coffee? Yeah, yeah hold on. Poon handler's streaming right now, so let me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, Kenny, can you go get us some coffee? This is yeah. enraging. Doing like, this show. like people are like, you didn't make it in your bitter. This is what I'm bitter about. It, it's not the not making it. It's the just everything goes wrong from every angle. It's so frustrating to try and do anything. Are you saying you'd feel a little bit on? Like, could y'all imagine Ian Ellis in the backseat next to Marky Norman? I mean, living so, the dream. So, uh, I mean, Ian, would you rather uh, <laughs> a tranny or, or Kenny TV? Would you rather? <laughs> I'd be like, Mark, so nigga, you said you would get the phonies? What you what you been phony about? No, 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 no. Like, what you been phony about? No, That's Ari, you co-signed that. Like, what you been phony about? 
they pass like how shitty around. is Joe Rogan? It's vitamin pills, right? No, no, let's talk about it. You got a spine, right? You want to tell Brain the truth? Pills. You're on the side of funny? Come on, let's go. I oh double God. dare you. That is one of the greatest grifts ever that the fucking four foot eleven MMA fear factor comedian somehow managed to trick people into thinking he has like brain pills that make you smart. For people that don't know, he he has these better brain pills. And Ari is sponsored by Better Health. Don't don't make me get into that. Yeah. But Joe Rogan's pills, his co-founder is the son of the guy that made the fleshlight. The guy that made the fleshlight was Joe Rogan's first sponsor. And he got together with Joe and said, let's make a pill that makes people smarter. The scientist that discovered this amazing formula is his mom, wife of the fleshlight yeah, guy. Yeah. And her science degree is in acupuncture. And she basically went like, well, you know, if you take these vitamins, it should have this effect. And they just throw a whole lot of vitamins in there and they're selling you the it should help. But there is absolutely no real science to back this. The limitless pill is not real. And it's 40 fucking dollars a pill. And fucking Joe Rogan has $100 million and he's still fucking his audience. Fuck you. Do y'all know anybody who takes those pills, though? I mean, let's be honest. No one, yeah, I almost. Buy I don't them. think I've ever met anyone that, that takes on it. But I, vitality. I, I'm so There's I, a skater I, that's sponsored by On It, which is one of the weirdest crossovers. I'm so <laughs> happy I couldn't afford them. people fucking migraines and shit, doesn't it? Like the zootropic. It, the if I could afford right? them, there would 100% be a video where I was like, Man, these on it pills are amazing. I feel faster and sharper all the time. <laughs> I want all of you, bitch. So do we want to do we want to keep watching three I guys in cars that. meandering? Yes. Well, okay. here's here's what we're gonna get to is uh, <laughs> Ari's gonna debut a new laugh. Now, my schizophrenic mind thought that that was about me, but now seeing the roast, which I guess the roast hadn't happened yet. It might be about Tony Hinchcliffe. Either way, I want to hear Ari Shafir's new laugh. He's a laughing guy. How much shrooms? Shane's like, that's another seven days of McDonald's? (laughs) 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 Um, Ari, you stink. (laughs) You know? What do you think of my new laugh? (laughs) Shane, Shane, it's fine. I watched the show. I watched with apologies. Look, look, I'm going to make fun of Ian Ellis' laugh. Look. (laughs) <laughs> on podcast that's a Ricky Gervais <laughs> I can get that going <laughs> here's my curl laugh <laughs> but switch it up <laughs> alright He looks like like a wrinkled my TikToks, Bo and the Snake. I, I do look like I'm training Rocky. Like I like I wrap fish in newspapers on the weekend. Um, <laughs> do you think that Ari was making fun of me because he watched the Halloween special, or Tony because he's in on the Tony laughs like the Joker bit? Well, if I was a betting man, Ian, I would bet maybe Tony. I, I'm not sure if it's either of you guys. I think it might just be making fun of. You think Shane has a new fake laugh? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking watching that just now. I was thinking, uh, not everything needs to be filmed, just like not <laughs> everything needs to be podcasted. Now it's possible. I'm not saying this is the case, but it's mm-hmm. possible. Ari Shafir, Mark, and Shane 
If you guys just did a podcast yesterday and you all have your own podcasts that you do solo and you go on other people's podcasts, maybe you just drive to where you're going and don't make a fucking <laughs> podcast about it. Is it possible that we can do that? Get doggy doggy, I'm not missing out on these clicks. This is Skanks Fest South. The fans want this. This clip actually got like 87,000 views. Because it's the same thing that Ian was saying. Well, that's because they're talking about the Rogan podcast. Yeah. It, it's the same thing that Ian was talking about earlier. Like, well, you know how much like unpractical and effort it is to set all this up and, and do it and record it and upload it. But it's like, if I was hanging out with Ian and he did say, Hey, let's set up a bunch of cameras in the car and do a podcast where we drive to wherever I'd be like, no, I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to do that. I'm going to drive in the car. We might talk. We might listen to music. I'm going to mostly think and get to where we're going because I know I have to talk for three hours on the actual podcast that we have to do. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be trying to fill it all with a bunch of extra hey, time. Hey, Bellin, would you rather eat 100 peanuts or 100 <laughs> hey, jelly beans? Cosmic, hey, let's, I'm visiting you in Texas. I know we're about to go skating, but you, you know what we should really do? I'm going to bring podcast. the microphone. Let's record a podcast while we go skate. Does that sound fun? Does that I sound like just the best of both worlds? Uncomfortable. <laughs> it's just them phoning it in on the way to their set or whatever so they can do coke later. LM, we're going to smoke some weed. You want to form a podcast while we smoke the weed before we do the podcast? Right. They have to make podcasts. It's probably a big part of their income or whatever. Or they have to do shit for their YouTube channels or whatever. This is huge for Ari's fucking YouTube. And Ari, right. who's copying Philip Wave, his videos are a Philip Wave cartoon. Of him listening to his own podcast. Why 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 wouldn't he do this on the way to wherever they're going so he could fuck some fucking you know groupie later? You know what I mean? Like this is just them using their time micromanaging. He's trying to get it out of the way. If I do this, I don't have to do a podcast this week. I got these assholes in my back seat. <laughs> so let's just let's just power through it, not yeah. make it an hour. Call it good. For me. Right. That's well, a lot that's of what so happens odd. though. Like like hey. with Mersh doing Revenge of the Sis five days a week and then his show five days a week. And he's like, you don't know how hard it is to do eight hours of content a day. No one's asking you to do eight hours of content <laughs> a day. I think you could get away with doing eight hours a week and you would be probably crushing it. Way, Listen, way, because uh, it'd be a way higher quality of stuff that you'd be talking about. It, oh, this, yeah. this is uh, another $1,000 in the wallet. And Mersh is now, um, he, he has a sponsor, CBD. And apparently they've also picked up Jesse P.S. And now they've been emailed by Philip Wave and the ENLS LLC to see if they would like to sponsor our YouTube channels as well as the r slash merch Reddit. I'm trying to get a, a sponsorship for, for Reddit. So guys, look forward to our possible new CBD uh, fucking sponsor. I'm going to take a bit of a long break. After this, you should go into Shane at the Rose. There's no time code. You're just going to have to scan for it. Okay, I'm going to take a break too. Eat All dinner. right, thanks, Kenny. Yeah. Go, go have some of that I, coffee. After I pack this ball, that's right. Yeah. All right, do we, do we want to keep going with this, or we got some other stuff too? While Ian's gone, this week I will be reviewing Man School Two Hundred Two episodes. You, you say that every week, Kenny. You I'm keep saying that working, and then not doing I'm it. I'm them tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. It took it took three years for that Ryan Dunn stream to happen, so I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you'll get to it when it's convenient for you. No, I, I have nothing else for the Dante Nero report. I have to go to man school stuff. Kenny, why didn't you? Where was the Verity show this week? What happened? Uh, I'm still on a break from it. What? 
No, you just did it last week. What? No, that you, was you like changed two weeks time ago. slot. All right. All right. I'll, I'm not going to argue with you, Kenny. Was that, and he went on a break right after the time slot changed. It's always good. Yeah. Hey, guys, just so you know, in two months when I come back, I'll be coming back at a different time. Well, no, you. We'll write it down, Kenny. I can't even stream on my own channel. I got a fucking strike. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. For being a Nazi. Yeah, well, oh, you. Uh, I think it was for another reason, probably. I don't know. Oh, okay. it, might, it might be showing uh, nudity on stream, possibly. That, that was the backup channel, the main channel. Oh, okay, that's started. how the backup channel got striked. That's community, right, I forgot. Community strike. Guys, uh, while Ian's gone, do we want to get off of Shane Gillis for a little bit? And... Uh, there's this there's this thing that we keep hearing our friend Lycan Theory talk about called Sigmas. Do you guys want to see this thing about Sigmas that Ian posted in show prep? I remember yes. when I first heard him say that. Uh, actually, I identify as more of a Sigma male. I'm not an alpha or beta. I'm outside of the spectrum. You, sig you, sigma is like the most incel word they've come up with yet because it really is just a word that you can tell they think sounds cool. Like yeah. because, nano, nano. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm an alpha because I mean, like, look at me, right? But I mean, you know, you got to understand, like, sigma is better than beta, sigma. Right? If you think about it, sigmas are really better than alphas. It really is just a, a fairy way for guys that know they can't call themselves alphas be like, yeah, but I'm actually better than an alpha. I mean, I'm a sigma. I'm like an alpha, but with intellectuality. You know, it's like the next evolution, the next level. Like Professor X of alphas. Yeah. <laughs> we got this video. It's called 10 Signs You're a Sigma Male. Okay, I don't know if I'm this is real this. or ironic. But... I have a, I have a hey, everyone, and welcome to Top Think. Today, we're going to learn about 10 signs you are a Sigma Male. Now, Hell let's begin. Yeah. Number one, rejecting expectations. That's Everyone's heard of I alpha males. That's what... I'm sorry. I wish I could just hear Chip Chipperson like commenting on. That's why I do. I fucking get Fuck yeah. Tell me. Sorry. Go ahead. Bill. Expect me to come at work on time. I fucking sleep in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go out there and tell anybody I was an alpha anyways, you faggot. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> well, you expect me to get her pick her up on time. I just hope that. My mom expected me to get a job and move out. Instead, I got other people with a job to donate to me on YouTube, and I moved out. Beta males, alphas stand at the top of our social hierarchy. They lead with decisive voices, confident attitudes, and strong personas. Betas, on the other hand, are followers. They sink to the bottom of our social hierarchy. They're submissive, insecure, and weak-willed. They settle for less and run away from conflict. But alphas and betas aren't the only kinds of male personalities out there. The sigma male is the rarest of the three male archetypes. Of Unlike course, yeah. it's the rarest. It's the rarest. So the it's technically negative. Yeah. <laughs> I think technical difficulty said I'm a sigma. It's a speckled Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went to uh, get my COVID test and it came back negative, but I was positive for Sigma male. So, you know. And AIDS. <laughs> Wait, or AIDS beta. is hacked. Uh, Sorry, guys. Don't say COVID. Fucking COVID. dead hooker, right, Rex? <laughs> yeah, dead hookers. AIDS. Sigma male doesn't care I'm about crack. social standings or hierarchies. 
They ignore social norms, trends, and expectations. To a Sigma male, there's no correct way to dress, speak, or act. A Sigma male ignores norms and expectations. You know, like the absolutely normal thing that guys on the internet do where they're naming themselves after fraternity letters in some sort of weird attempt to, to differentiate themselves personality-wise. Yeah, I'm not going to conform and do that and call myself a letter of the Greek alphabet. Yeah. I'm a Sigma. Wait a second. Yeah, Jesus. Good fucking job, Ellen. Yeah, exactly. Listen, uh, it's it's a lot of work to be cool. Somebody's always trying to be cooler than you. Somebody's always trying to knock you down. I'm not cool. I'm lame. I'm, I'm myself. A- I'm a Sigma male. Yeah, we just own it. All right? We're not trying like you guys. All right, they're peacocking. No, no. This is as advertised. That's what I am. Real thing. It really does give you like a view into like the mind of a schlubby guy that yeah. that like like in theory, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like just just and sits no at pussy home. Getting... Yeah, I exactly. Like Jesse, I feel like Jesse there's a new like male out there eventually. Sigma and Alpha combined. Yeah. I Lane, I I don't know if you'll be able to articulate this because you've been getting pussy as long as you've wanted pussy. Cosmic, I, I'm hoping you haven't been slaying puss. As as much as Lane, but it's like for me Jesus, as a dude, it's not that bad. Jesus Christ, Ian. All right. For me <laughs> as as a late as a late bloomer, there's the person I was before pussy, and then there's the person I was after pussy when I realized like this isn't even that fucking good. This is it's like like before there's so many fantasies and expectation and pressure that shapes your personality. And then once you have consistent unlock pussy, you're like, Oh, this is what I was fucking shaping my whole life around. What the fuck was I? No, I have way more important things to do than a fucking bitch. There's a million bitches around here. Now that I'm getting pussy, I got other pussy thrown itself at me. Like what the, what the fuck was but I he, doing? What caring age did about you come this? To this realization? Last uh, 40. Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How old, Ian? Yeah, you don't really know pussy until you're 40 white and failed at wife. Yeah. It takes yeah. a wife and a child to understand the value of pussy, which is zero. Yeah. Uh, none of you broke niggas don't age, so... But what do you I'm say? I'm gonna go get some pussy. What do you, what do you what? say, Ian? Like, what after... You know, I got like, it up. I'll be putting my finger in bitches' buttholes. Yeah, what? that's right. When, do you what? think these think guys what? are, like, living in this, like, that f- kind of expectation fantasy? He, Ian's, I think, insinuating that there's like entire cultures of, of people and men out there who's like their only identity and personality trait is the fact that they really want to get some pussy. Yeah. Like but that's, they're not they're not getting it. Like they never lock it down. Pre, They've never pre-pussy. I had all these wild ideas in my head about like this is how you go on a date. This is the slick line I'll say. This is yeah. the shirt I'll wear. Yeah. And all this importance. And then once I had pussy, I was like Oh, this is just people fucking each other. Like, I'm just people. She's just people. We're just fucking. She wants to be fucked. I want to be fucked. Sex isn't that fucking important. Everybody wants to fuck. It, it, me, it deflated the balloon. You, you didn't, you didn't uh, ever go to the comedy club and walk up to some little bitty at the table after a show and go, Hey, uh, I know you might be looking at all these betas and alphas out here at the club, but let me tell you something, girl. I'm a sigma male. You never did that? And the line never worked for you? (laughs) 
I, I, I mean, that's a hell of an opener. You're, you're going to have to explain what the fuck a Sigma male is and why it's charming. And <laughs> they important. should, I mean, they should just know, you know, if they're a bitch worth their soul, yeah, what, is, what are they doing? Dating a bunch of betas and alphas? What a loser that bitch is. Fuck that similar, beta. similar to how you make it in comedy. Like the best advice you can get on, on getting pussy is like, just hang out and be fun to hang out with. And the pussy will come. But it, when you have all this pressure of like, I have to ask her out on a formal first date, I have to get this contract off of this fucking open mic appearance, you're fucking shooting yourself in the foot. It's not even fun. Well, let's see, guys. This isn't just about getting pussy. This is about acting, dressing, and speaking a certain way. Society has a rigid list of male expectations Society. created by alphas and idealized by betas. Sigma males discover their own path. Betas. They create. See, do you see, it's all a vilification of the so-called alphas. It's like you know those jock. We we ten years ago they identified oh alphas and betas and and made fucking pictures in their heads of what they think alpha and beta men are. And then after ten years, the manosphere is like, okay, being alpha didn't work. None of us got jacked. We didn't go to the gym. We haven't gotten yeah. more confident. We we actually have been doing none of the things that Alphas I do. Saw, so let's skip the line and make up our own thing. I saw a Like It Theory community post a while ago where it was like a, a it was like a you know there's like two pictures right beside each other. So it was a the first picture was a man's hand opening a door for a lady, and then the second picture was a man <laughs> fucking grabbing a woman's hair from behind while he was fucking her, <laughs> like this this is what i am like you know what i mean it's like i'm the best of both worlds i'm sigma you know what i mean and it's just like i don't yeah, know I, publicly i'll treat you precious but privately i'll make you deserve like the dirty little slut that you are if, you're less you than right, you fucking piece of shit but if Sigma's you gotta go like, tell the world you're that you know what I mean? What are you doing? Except, like, you're, it's, why, why does anyone have to tell anyone that? anything? See, this is the whole thing. This is what's so stupid about this is it's just the people that would like to identify as sigmas, but who we would probably consider betas. It's just them talking about it. Like alphas, the guys that go to the gym and are super jacked and fucking have three bitches and they're doing pull-ups with the bitches on their arms. Like they're not making YouTube videos about being alphas. They're not it, talking it, about it. Isn't it so disappointing when you realize the whole world is broken people dog whistling to other broken people from <laughs> gaslighting each other to fucking to YouTube? None of them have their shit together. It's all fucking crazy weak people just yeah. dog whistling like, hey, don't you want to be broken and weak with me? Yeah, yeah, I can't think for myself either. Come on, let's let's make a bubble and run a loop together. Getting you to believe my nonsense uh, helps me feel more secure about my nonsense. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, and here's so these sigmas, I think they're basically they're not aggressive enough to be alpha males, but they're not sheepish enough to be beta males. Like they don't want to accept being a beta male, but they also I, don't have the balls <laughs> to chase after alpha malehood. So I, I, just, I, I hate to make there. this so political. All right, Lupe Fiasco <laughs> this week. Talked to a young gay Democrat. I can't remember his name, but I followed him on Instagram. And he was talking about the plight of the black community. And his conspiratorial mindset, like, yeah, Lupe, you know how deep it is? It's like they'll elevate a black man to be under them, 
but above the lower black man. So there's a rift in the community between the ones that have and have not. And nobody sees that we are ultimately the ones screwing them because we're too busy fighting ourselves as a sigma male and as a beta male. But we don't realize it's really just against women. Like at the end of the day, bitches are the problem. And you just got to find your, your lane to run in. I like this guy. The whole world is fucking uh, at war Lupe? with reality. It's fucking driving me insane. No one's comfortable, yeah, with reality as a, as create a their own. You have all these people as who a thirty-eight-year-old man. I understand that, like, I not jerk off, so I always get boners. So I'm always trying to fuck my girl, and I know it sounds like fucking Gavin McInnes, but it's true. You know what I mean? I, like, that's that's it. Just don't jerk off, right? And save all your loads for your wife. That's a smegma male. What's, what's the name of the chat. guy that you just mentioned on Instagram? No Gavin McInnes. <laughs> no Fab November. Yeah, go follow Gavin McInnes, Kenny. He, he knows a lot no, about I'm the black saying, community. Uh, oh, you, Kenny. Yeah, maybe Kenny should jerk off so he doesn't, like, you know, strike. Remember what happened when Kenny didn't jerk yeah, off? Yeah. It was a scary terror, time. Terror. No Fabs and Coke is not a good mix. Not a good look. No Fab for wife. Is that the guy? Mm, I'm, just, I'm just saying yes you know that energy should be put towards you know you should be trying to get your dick in a pussy you know what i mean not frying out yes. your neuron receptors that's that, science that, you know what that i'm saying is like all that's efforts i am making in life to get pussy yeah right so don't waste your energy on you know shooting your load into a fucking i i take the know? uh the cat williams slash patrice approach i almost always jerk off before i hang out with a girl just so that way i don't fucking yeah. Make so some you sort of two split. Yeah, yeah, you need to go split second. Get rid of the easy one. You get rid of the easy one. You make her work for it. That's right. Yeah. That's you you got to go too far, though. They Women like persistence. You know what I mean? Bitches you like a be... pot. You turn them on early, they're, they're bubbling over later on. Women do it, like it's a game going of flirtation. After... Yeah, they, <laughs> they'd rather get Rex. with a guy that's not as attractive, that is fucking like just fucking turned on by them. Fun to be around. Them. Available. A, rather than a guy that's like, you know, slightly out of their league, better looking than them. That so this is this them. is the loop that I have planned. Okay, I'm going to go to this school and I'm going to get this job and I'm going to get this house. Would you like to, like to be part of my loop? No, they want the guy that's like fun and wild and insane. I'm not um, saying I, everything's the same. I'm not saying everything, every incident is the same. But do women do like a little bit of persistence, right? It's like about the right balance. Fuck these of, bitches! I don't, I don't give a good goddamn what these fucking goddamn hoes want. Let me make a broader point for them, but overwhelming aggressiveness. Point about media, a friend of mine. Like not media. being a map for them, but also you know, you know, fucking showing them that you're interested. Like you know. Nigga, who yeah, are you talking to? Necklo? You know? Is the audience trying to get laid? Any of you niggas out there need help getting pussy? I'm not trying to educate anybody, but I mean, we're, we're looking at fucking educational material for fucking incels, right? I'm just saying, like... Don't fall into their trap. Don't sit here and tell niggas how to get pussy. Uh, right. A broader point, <laughs> the media landscape is, is centered on 20-year-olds. Any movie you watch is about 20-year-olds. They make it seem like or Those younger. are the most important years of your life. When you're an adult, way longer than you're a child. And, yeah. and we completely ignore the idea of A, being an adult, and B, being a senior. And there is zero wisdom in the landscape, from movies to politics to YouTube, where we've just, like, we fetishized youth to the point of our own ignorance. 
This is fetish shit. This is children talking to children. This is 12-year-olds. Yeah, this, this is, is how larpy... you should talk to your friend behind the fucking slide in junior high. Yeah, this is yeah, mental yeah. masturbation. This is fucking kids in a treehouse saying, we're going to get so much pussy next year in ninth grade, right? Like, this is yeah. adults doing that. Yeah, but, we, I mean, we talked about this before, me and Bella. Like, we've gone almost into this trap of, like, this is how I fucking pick up women. But it's like what Ian was saying, like, you should have figured this out. Hopefully, somewhere in sixth to eighth grade, you uh, were supposed to figure out the way you're supposed to angle with bitches. Like, am I the high school? Aggressive one? Like, yo, nice? I figured it out when I was getting oh, pussy, right? And I was making out with my girlfriend in the fucking smoker's pit. My buddy fucking Boomer. threw a snowball at my face. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, stop making out with this bitch everywhere. We get it. You're getting pussy. That's how I figured it out. How to get pussy and not act like a faggot about it. You know what I mean? But these people are writing whole books about it. These people write whole books, have podcasts. Just, just be websites. fun to be around, and pussy will come to you. You don't got to run that hard. Just fucking stand still and be fun, and they will try to fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Ian, uh, Clear Floss is in the chat asking if you can name the stadium the, beer, the Bears play in. I was calling them Beers. Yes. What stadium? Name it now right. without Googling it. They play in the Chicago Bear Stadium. Okay, good job. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that sounds right. I don't know. That sounds that's accurate. Like the name of a stadium. That's he was betting you could not, like, by the way. Listen, I, I'm not mad at you for liking sports, but sports is Star Wars. So, nigga, you're gay to me. I'm not into your Star Wars. That's not Star Wars to me. That's it's gay shit. We're liking sports, well, which I is super man weight. He's a faggot to you. What in Star Wars? You. It? No, it's not. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're great at a sport. I don't give a shit. I'm Ian Ellis. I bend reality, nigga. Your whole reality is a joke to me. Get out of here with no. your fucking high school touchdown. You want to tell me about your fucking scrimmage? Nigga, I'm Ian Ellis. Philip Wave, nigga. Don't talk to me about your bullshit. And that's yeah, why a bunch of sigmas over here. Leave your sports yeah, ball at yeah. the door. All right. That's like Ian's ego is at like the exact opposite level of the spectrum that Shane Gillis is is at. Like Shane has zero ego to speak of. Ian has all the ego in the world. I'm a sigma. Uh, I'm not gonna sit around and talk about with other sigmas. Ian Ellis is an element. He's like he's electricity. He Ian Ellis shows up on cave drawings. Ian Ellis. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Mothman. Primal forces. Yes, he's on the periodic the table. table. I'm not even a fucking person. This is just <laughs> the nature of the beast. But you right. see a cave drawing going, hee hee. Yes, that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a comic book speech bubble. Like a... <laughs> that's what you know, I said in Ellis's grave. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> I, I made my uh, crying video before Rittenhouse. It just, the zeitgeist brought it all together. And also, Fantastic. the cave drawing says, bullshit. That's right. All right, guys, let's get a couple more tips here on how yeah, to do this. Yeah, I need some help. No, so far, I think I'm a Sigma. I'm, I'm two of two, so let's keep going. There's ...nation of what's attractive, cool, and confident. Just That's take right. clothing, for example. Alpha males are trendsetters. They confidently push the boundaries of what's attractive and what's not. Do you guys see these pictures of suits and a dress shirt and ties? And I don't you guys see, yo, where's the snapbacks the and the fitteds and the fucking Ray-Ban glasses on there? <laughs> these are you know, age-appropriate! Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I don't see no Volcom t-shirt on there. What the fuck? 
with with the thought community being as big as it is, wouldn't it be great if there was Instagram models like, well, alpha bitches like to set the trends with what the fashion is. But as a Sigma bitch, I like to show you what erotic actually is. And that's yeah. how, why I push my pussy through this Goodwill dress. I think it's about the See, pussy, not the dress. Bitches are actually unified where they just have one term for everyone and it's Yas Queen. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. <laughs> It's just, it envelops everyone, and it's a term of endearment. Well, they've kind of had this pecking order grained and bred into cool. them for the longest time. Like, that whole Mean Girls thing. Like, that whole Mean Girls thing appears every time you have girls just in a group together. They always create this pecking order of, like, alpha oh, yeah, yeah, they, which on the outs. Like, it they doesn't say, matter how lowly and worthless they are. You know what I mean? No. Like they will create a hierarchy. <laughs> a hierarchy within the world. They, yeah. they, yeah. they say uh, linguistically in America, men are taught to communicate in terms of position, one up or one down. I'm one above you or I'm one below you. I had the hottest joke or I bombed. Whereas women are taught to communicate in terms of building a community, which is where this like thin-skinned bee sting jellyfish shit comes from where it's like, no, I can't say anything bad about anyone because we're all together. But her cousin was shit. Yeah, they they can't ever alpha another bitch because they're about building the community. Where this is part of why women aren't good at comedy is they don't uh, have any sense of like shitting on someone or stepping on someone's fucking neck. They don't shame each other. They're not good politicians either, or fucking you know anything really. Or five-star generals. <laughs> yeah, took a man to be the woman five-star general. Okay, I'm going to go take a dinner break. All right, take a dump, Kenny. No, I You already dinner. said you I were going you to wait go at least until the segment's over. No, there he goes. Uh, I was trying to trick him into shitting his pants. <laughs> I don't think you got to trick Kenny for that. <laughs> All right, Isn't it terrible that Kenny has better bowel control than the president of the free world? Yes, it's very. Dumb. I mean, you know, it might have made a lot of oh, come fake on. voters. The presidency is a lame fake job, anyways. <laughs> the males copy the style. Like they made a video about me, basically. Keep going. I mean, copy yeah, style. dresses and looks like cosmic. Nobody's, <laughs> no you know, lone wolf. Males oh, yeah. snap back in the corner. Look on the shelf. Oh, oh no! Okay, be in the kids section. Must be someone. I've seen, seen some yoga mats. It looks like rolled up in the in the shelf there. I think I think oh, you're. Man, no, that's a mistake. That's a dad hat. That's not a snapback. Never mind. By the alphas, yeah. they wear you expensive know, uh, clothes and famous brands. They want to gain respect right. or bolster their rep. In in fashion, so like the and guys Sigmas, on top. you know them. They're fucking broke. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the top of fashion would be guys that are given clothes. They they didn't choose for themselves. They're just fucking. That's one hundred percent true. Yep. Whereas these guys would be, they take their cues from culture. Like Mersh uh, has a fucking uh, Cobra Kai shirt because that's what culture says is a cool, piffy shirt to have. So this is like the M. He just wants to be flight. comfortable. I think that's all it is. Oh, stunting. <laughs> Jesse didn't have a fucking Cobra Kai shirt. He's not plugged into the Netflix. 
How could he be comfortable in that T-shirt when it was cutting off the circulation to his arms? And his right. Oh, he, he, he loves to get a couple of sizes up. He yeah, he looked like he was wearing one of those fucking body glove surf suits from Baywatch and or some shit. Like a that's fuck. a new show, so it's not like that's an old shirt he grew out of. He bought it that small. <laughs> Mersh is living delusions of grandeur. He has no idea how big he is. He doesn't have any self-awareness mm-hmm. at all. Would you say that Mersh is a prime sigma? Uh, I I guarantee you, if Mersh is sigma familiar prime. with these concepts, he would yes identify as a sigma. He'll probably really talk about it next week because I think Mersh and Royce actually do steal topics from our show. Oh, 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 we'll, we'll see. Oh, 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 I'm cool going to Thirty-eight, right? You never have to get <laughs> pussy again, and you don't care about it like an alpha. There, there is a clip in there where Mersh says, "Like, yeah, I mean." Outside of needing pussy, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you rather just be around the guys? Yeah. Uh, no, all, I, I like having female energy around you. Fucking nice baby. watered down Patrice joke, by the way, Mersh. Your libido completely dries up, and you never get a boner again, and you're cool with it. Like that's every 38 year old ever. I don't like never this need thing. pussy again. I don't. I don't like when uh, the these want to be pretending to be alpha sigma guys that talk like this i don't like it when they're like yeah wouldn't you rather just be like hanging out with the boys like mersh stop pretending like you have boys why are you lying <laughs> that you have friends mersh stop it you hang out with royce with and when royce. you hang out in big groups you hang out with your listeners and jesse ps i've seen it Ooh. that's your friends he has no your friends friend. are royce and jesse and baked Alaska yeah. until he wanted to fight you. Like, you don't hang out with nobody. Stop no. pretending you're this social guy. You're not. Can I, can I tell you, as, as a boomer, I'm 40, I'm white, I'm failed at life. I've been with the same bitch for like eight years. We've been married for five years. We haven't had a kid. For five years, no sex? <laughs> almost four <laughs> years. <laughs> I still fuck my bitch. And when I'm not fucking my bitch, I fantasize about getting pussy that isn't my bitch. But there's no point at which I've been like, I've been with this bitch so long, I just don't even need pussy no more. I just wish the homies would come around. Like, pussy is just, it's dead to me. I'm tired of that pussy that I've had a million times. I'd rather be at the comedy fucking club. It doesn't happen, Mersh. You've just gone gay. Yeah, I've also never been, like, extraordinarily fat. And had sex before either. So I maybe once you reach a certain size, it just becomes a hassle, possibly. And, and I don't think that Mersh is. I think that if you're a big dude and you've always just kind of been a bigger dude, you you can handle it because you that's who you are. You were bred and born, and you grew up that way. Mersh is uh, like if his Mersh is life. He doesn't know he's fat. Because, it catches yeah. him off guard. Yeah, his, his, everything. <laughs> Mersh was up. skinny like Mersh. four years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, Five he was. Years ago. Go yeah. listen to like three years ago and go look at the early ROTC episodes. He's like get way skinnier. Yeah, it's yeah. your yeah. Your dick doesn't work. You probably can't breathe well. You probably you're you're. It's just like when you're unhealthy, bro. Yeah, all these cigarettes, fucking Adderall and whiskey every night. You know what I mean? And just junk food. Like, he, you know, he's working out or whatever, but there's footage of him at McDonald's and sh- he's bringing guns <laughs> into the McDonald's drive-thru and shit. Guys, I sincerely, anymore. I sincerely don't I've... understand how you get that fat. Like, I eat junk food, <laughs> fast food every day. All the we time. I've gotten that diet. fat he's in that, that short that period of time before. I mean, everybody knows about it because I've been fat my whole life. Yeah. Got lap band surgery. Yeah. But 
I mean, you can't get that fat if I mean, if you just eat garbage for you know for years, it happens. It really is it like indicative. Like it's indicative of a sedentary lifestyle, like to, sedentary Very to the sedentary. point where, like, like I said, you're he's not going and hanging out with the boys ever. He's too fat to get around. He doesn't. <laughs> need he doesn't stand. Nobody he wants him around. You, well, you're not getting pussy with Mersh around. He's a mm. fucking floater. No. He goes Mersh. to restaurants. And he, he gets the booth, this, not the because same. he has friends, but he needs like a shelter around him while he live streams by himself <laughs> in public. Right, so what, what do you think of this diet as Royce too? Like living with him and Maria, like they probably probably eating Royce helpings of food for. He's eating Puerto food. Rican food, burritos every day. He's it's like a fat Puerto Rican four year old. Fucking Mersh, who screwed up buying a BMW. Screwed up buying a gun, screwed up buying a cat, all major life decisions, now wants to buy a house. What do you, what do you think of that, uh, Rex? Yeah, that's what I was hearing, too. And this is this is where the it's like the gun thing and it's like the gym thing. Mersh is just looking for an identity because he, <laughs> he, he just moved out of Royce's house. And like I guess at like 40 or 38 or whatever he is, 39, he's just now being confronted with like having to have a life outside of Revenge of the Sis because he just sits there in his apartment by himself when the show ends. He can't go listen to Royce and Maria have sex through the door anymore. Yeah. And so he's like looking for stuff. He's looking for the cat. You know what I mean? Like the cat will keep me company. Oh, that wasn't enough. Maybe if I get guns, I'll, I'll meet people and talk to people if I get into guns. Or if I go, I'll get a lot of girls. Now he's like, like, well, now you know, I'm getting older. I need a house. I need like a place to rest my head. Uh, Mersh, why don't you start with like the the bitch first and the family before you get like what do you need a house for? You're, <laughs> so you can have more cats. The cat. <laughs> yeah, you can you can the cat can have yeah, more room. Yeah, you know, once once you got a cat for the after masturbation cuddle, you you really don't need a woman. I mean, I mean, what are they other than an orgasm and a warm body? You know, <laughs> yeah. they're Mersh definitely a not big, a positive spirit. They're they're not Mersh a counterbalance to your madness. Merce is a big fan of the late night live stream. He was listening to it and was like, you know what? That Don A guy's right. I should start making house payments. Why rent when you can own? He just got convinced. But let me throw this out there. I, I don't know if you guys are in long-term relationships. I guess Rex is. My wife is, is kind of a counterbalance to my personality. Like all of my flaws, she picks up the slack. She helps me be more responsible financially in terms of paying attentions to birthday mm, yeah, yes it's um, yes, the archetype of the beauty and the beast uh, so women essentially have to take you out of beast mode and make you more human i mm. need a secretary to not just be in war mode all the time because i would yeah, just can walk you imagine around ian yelling. having just to live by himself for two years in an apartment <laughs> like it's just ian you know, With nobody there terrible. to puncture my bad ideas nobody no there to bring me down to reality I'm just as crazy as I want to be. It's important to have women around in your life. Do you guys want to hear a little bit about Cat Lady Mersh? This was on the Mersh Reddit. <laughs> since we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> thought about it, right? He's looking slim. And if I had my sexual drive taken from me, if I was, <laughs> um, if I was uh, given a surgical procedure, <laughs> pause for a second. That's going to be a bit of an overshare. Uh, I had back surgery a few years ago, 
and I was paralyzed from the waist down. Could not feel my penis. Didn't matter if I punched it, if stiletto heels stepped on it, I could take a cheese grater to my penis. Wouldn't feel it, which meant I couldn't jerk off. Can't jerk your dick when you can't feel it. Wait, hold on a second. You had back surgery and you were temporarily paralyzed? Yes. You I walked walk. around with a cane. <laughs> oh, Nobody okay. knew because I'm not merch. I didn't throw up a fucking Patreon about it. Anyway, the point is, my sex drive didn't die. In fact, it stayed so strong, I learned to bust without touching my penis. I can bust like fucking Professor, Professor X. Bobo style. I can style. make ghosts blow me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, like, your sex drive is removed. I've literally had my ability to have a sex drive removed. It does not get removed. Well, this is a hypothetical. Let's let's hear Mersh out through his hypothetical. It's gonna now. take the cane down to the comedy club and hang with the boys, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man that's that he's never touched his penis and not felt it. <laughs> Pass me my crutches. This wet is box. this is a depleted sex drive from fucking unhealthy lifestyle and yeah, just absolutely. fucking obsessive masturbation. Mersh jerks off twenty times a day, guaranteed. He's defeated. He doesn't believe he can get pussy. Any of it. I used to, to when I was single. No, he like, wants every 38 years, because me and Merch are the same age, right? We're a year older than Sam Hill. Fucking, he wants everybody to believe, his younger audience to believe, that all 38-year-olds are fat, bald, and just completely depleted of a sex drive, and it's just not true. He's, a fucking, he's an old, <laughs> fat, when, drunk, when, drug when, addict. When I was single, I would use dating apps, and I got paid on a Thursday. I would get on the app on a Wednesday. Wouldn't touch it before then so that I could have some pussy lined up by Saturday because I knew I needed about two days to build the relationship before I could take them on a date and get that pussy. This nigga has zero pussy confidence. Couldn't win him over. Doesn't matter how many dates you give him, he's given up on the idea of getting pussy. Yeah, yeah I, hate and, the, I hate the defeatist thing. This is and and Mersh is kind of like how I used to hate fucking how CEO used to talk about himself. It's like Mersh, you you drink bang energy, you maybe abuse your Adderall a little bit, and you smoke weed. Quit acting like you're a junkie, like in a hotel room. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, I've been my liver is gone, brother. I've been you got the weight of the ours. world on my shoulders. You're, you're you not what it's like. Fast, Mersh. <laughs> yeah, at all. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, He's every other fucking pillhead slob. Like he's every other, you know, addict at his age or whatever. I, I think this is <laughs> like you can't get fat junk food eating fucking lifestyle. You can't get pussy. So you fill your life with bad habits that you can use as excuses for you not getting pussy. Like I would have got pussy, but I drink too much. I would have got pussy, but I'm fat. No, those are habits you picked up on top of the fact that you couldn't get pussy. <laughs> Pussy is a solvable problem. Ian, some people in the chat are insinuating that Lil Fappy X is like your true version of yourself. Like that's how you actually see yourself. And that Ian Ellis is just a character that you present to the world. But you truly are Lil Fappy X. Rub my is dick. That... Rub my dick. Nigga, <laughs> all I know about pussy is that it's wet when I meet it. Do you understand me? It must be consenting because it is juicy and waiting for my penis. That is <laughs> island was- boy. I'm an island <laughs> boy. You guys listen to that new cool shit? All I the consent I need is that my penis fits into her wet vagina. That's it. 
You can't like, stick one into a dry one. Not as big as my dick is, motherfucker. I, I like Cat Williams explaining consent. Something Nigga, you ever try and rape a bitch with a big dick? You can't do it. It's too dry. You can't get in there. It's like Fort motherfucking Knox. You need Ocean's Eleven. You better bring some lube with you. I don't bring lube to a rape. It's kind of an impulse item, like a Snickers or a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mersh. Get it together. And just made me not like want to fuck chicks anymore the last person i'd want to be trapped gay nigga you gay my life is the same woman like that sounds terrible you know what i mean like i think if you just yeah. got rid of like the sexual angle dudes just want to hang out all with right well pause usually. for a second dudes just want to hang out with dudes this is a little too much too much anti-woman like men anti-woman haters club like this is too much this like, this is oh, along he's the same undercover lines now for sure marsh is undercover MGTOW for sure he acts like he doesn't know all for that sure. stuff he does the, this is the same thing as like yeah you never get to just love him you always got to be training a bitch he's gonna share the wrong tab one of these days and it's gonna be a fucking asian girl pissing on an octopus or whatever fucking like latino singles whatever weird fucking rabbit hole he went down with porn to fucking get that spark to hit his neuron receptors or whatever he's gonna <laughs> looking at belly gonna happen he's a fucking he's <laughs> my a tab, drug addict my tab is fucking piss videos on there you don't, don't tell people that guys that's they can't see that only you can see that Octopus there's there's no reason for a fucking there's no reason for a 38 year old to be this depleted of a fucking of a sex drive you know what I mean unless there's like a medical condition that exists there you know what I mean like there's it's just not especially true. when you're single I especially do like still, the, yeah it, nigga, it, this imagine is the fantasy. damage what is the damage you would do if you were single the like, Mersh is going oh, around fuck, dude. thinking There'd be a guys. Different, Dude, three years ago, I was having, like, my landlord was fucking, you know, tripping up because different bitches were walking down the fucking driveway, like, multiple times a week. <laughs> it was just free pussy. It was debaucherous. You know what I mean? Like, fucking, it's it's just, you know, when you're single, fucking, you might as well just fuck as many girls as you can because you got nothing holding you back. You just fuck your way into a good I, relationship. I, I have bitches I don't fuck because I'm a good dude. Nigga, you can't even get a bitch? Is that what you're saying, Mersh? He doesn't have okay. any you don't understand. Food. This is a hypothetical situation. Mersh found himself the other day sitting around thinking, and he was like, man, you know what I wish would happen? I wish I wouldn't want to fuck all these whores so much so I could just hang out with the boys more. Yeah, I miss yeah. hanging out with the boys. Like, this, he's, reminds he's, me. this is him going over make-believe fantasies in his head again. This reminds me of Talib Kweli being like, I figured it out. I know why people hate me. Because they hate educators. And I come from educators. Like, Mersh was sitting around thinking about, like, I figured it out. I know why they so mad I don't get pussy, but they don't understand how pussy, how bad pussy is. I, <laughs> I didn't put it all together. I didn't solve the Rubik's Cube. I'm better than y'all. Sigma. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually what the way it works. The thing is, too, like, you know, you press pause. Like being in your thirties and shit like that, there is no messing around. Like, like Ian said, you talk to them for a bit on the phone or whatever. You get to know them. by the first fucking date, they're comfortable. And the only reason why you're not getting pussy in your thirties on the first date is because they want to tell themselves that they're not whores. You yeah. will fuck them the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You Wait. absolutely will. That Patrice no thing is that, 
they want to be whores. They don't want it to be their fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they don't want to call. The they want to tell nothing. themselves that they're not. They're not whores. You know what I mean? Yeah. But by In the first day, you're smart. You've already gotten thong pics of fucking nudes and shit. Yeah, like fucking. There, the there's no. Puss, there's no beating around the bush in your in your 30s. It's no. just not happening. You're fucking. You know I mean, yeah. I got more, way more pussy in my 30s than I did in my 20s. But I was in like more long distance or more long distance. Sorry, more long term relationships in my 20s, right? You know. So yeah, I, I thought know. it was important. I, I I don't know. I just there's no reason. Like I don't know. I was surprised by my 30s how much easier it was to get pussy quicker than it yeah, was in, you, in your. You 20s. just wasn't thirsty enough. Yeah, that's your problem. Women in their 30s, they fuck. You don't have to fucking, you don't have to do much to impress them or to, you know, to court them into into just getting pussy. Women yeah, in their 30s don't waste be, any time. Because they, they either decided that they don't want kids any, at this point or they already had their kids. Like the problem with like the age range I just, I just got out of, because I'm at the very beginning of my 30s. But whenever you, like, I didn't, I know I don't want no kids yet. So whenever I was like talking like a 26 or 27 year old, that I know kind of does want kids. Like, I just, I don't know. It was harder to court them and get them to fuck. But once you're past all that young 20s rigmarole, you know what I'm saying? It's just about fucking. It's two humans looking at each other being like, I yeah, think I'm a part of it, too, is you look women clean. in their 30s, they want to find a guy, right? So they're not going to fucking make them, you know, jump through all these fucking hoops to get in bed or whatever. They'll give it up quicker because they realize that they're getting older and they don't want to be in this lifestyle for the rest yeah, of their life. Yeah, pussy ages like Cracker Jacks. Oh, yeah, shit. I want it right now. I'm not waiting Dante's for it. It's quite I, honestly, yo, even in my 20s or whatever, I've always loved girls in their 30s way more. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I just it's just easier to get late. I don't know. All right, but no, Mersh has it figured out. Lonesome Knot is suggesting that in two years, Mersh will have a compound of Sigma patron. Uh, supporters that he'll be able to defeat us with because you know that is what he ultimately wants he wants to be anthony cumia with a compound of boys he can hang out with because you know girls are just so boring yeah. and dull who wants them around girls in their you 30s, know these days too like there's so much hotter than they used to be or like back in the yeah. fucking day girls in their 30s they would be fucking you know kind of has-beens and shit like brands like, dresser these days, yeah these <laughs> days art. girls like you know milfs if you want to call them that or cougars or whatever the fuck you know they're taking care of themselves better they're wearing better clothes they're looking way hotter these days and shit they're on tiktok you know? uh, yeah exactly <laughs> go look at like a picture of your mom in her 20s and you're like jesus mom you look like you're in your and jerk off to that it's, it's just because like back then they had no concept they used to eat cigarettes back in the day you know they had no right. concept of health you know they had yeah. no they didn't do squats didn't do no yeah. lunges didn't wear tights it was a different time. Um, guys, usually be like, you know, there's a reason why guys on the weekend will be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Pro Bowl. It's in town. My buddy's going to go. Like, they don't want to go to it. Nobody's ever been like, let's go to the strip club. Let's all bring our girlfriends. It's just... He's literally doing a Patrice bit right now. He's, he's not ironically just doing Patrice's bit where it's like, you know what you never hear? You never hear five guys at a party and one guy goes, you know what would really make this party crazy? My girl was here. He's, he's <laughs> doing the bit. Philip. He's doing the bit. You're doing the bit, Mersh. Stop. You're doing Stop the bit. It. You're stealing. Don't, don't make me fucking get involved here. Stop stealing the, these bits. The audacity of no pussy getting Mersh listening to Black Philip. You're yeah. not ready for that. 
you should be watching How to Be a Sigma. You're skipping yeah, classes. He should First, be, you need to stop be... trying to dress cool. <laughs> you know what? Like, it, it's so easy to fucking fix, man. First of all, just let go of the George Costanza hair. Just be bald and stop being fat. <laughs> like, lose weight and fucking work out. You can pull off being bald. Do all the things work that you out. tend to do. Right. Like, if you, if you just work out and fucking just be bald, there's nothing wrong with being bald. But get rid of the fucking George Costanza hair. Stop being fat and settle for a girl that's in good shape and that keeps her hair long. Like, don't get with a girl who cuts her hair short. Like, that makes women garbage to me. You know, women that get those fucking. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Women should never but, but cut their hair Keller? short. Helen, get uh, back in here, by the way. You know, Merge could fix his life. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to die. I'm going to, like, he's depressed. (laughs) He's explaining and making excuses for his depression. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. I'm I'm actually winning. You guys are a bunch of suckers. (laughs) Yeah, squares. You don't get it. The most alpha move is fix. All Merge needs is two years. That's all he needs is two years to fucking turn around. He needs a friend. If you were his friend, you could turn his life around. But he doesn't have a friend. You have a a new BMW and live in a a condo with your wife and your child. You know, how fucking gay is that? What about Mersh? He's about to have a 2004 BMW and have his own house that he lives in by himself and his cat. Like, obviously... Mersh was was bragging about his income, and he basically makes about $900 a week. Which is like yeah. fucking minimum wage. Times one thousand six hundred split two ways minimum before taxes. Yeah, it's not. It's not a lot of money. Yeah. How do you get a loan for a house with like? Yeah, no, I'm a pretty big streamer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, these are my Patreon numbers. Check it out. I'll I'll do this for another twenty years. You know, it's like laying carpet. You know, I basically got a trade going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to see uh, a little Mersh remix a uh, new channel made called Cringe Wave? I thought it was pretty nice. I, transfer I, us out into something else. I don't know who this is, but I'm thinking it might be Ozzy Ellis. So you know, shout I don't out. Wanna, I don't want to I do not Mersh. believe it is at all. <laughs> you know what makes me fucking hate Mersh is that when like a guy who has nothing figured out talking to everybody like he has it figured out. <laughs> That's, That's the grift. And that's what makes because he knows he's got that audience and shit, and he knows that he had like he's adored by his audience, or whatever, right? But the way he talks about life, like it's all he has it all figured out. Whereas, like if I woke up and I was merged with every circumstance that he's in tomorrow, if I woke up in that fucking nightmare, I'd feel like I was in a house fire. Like I opened my eyes and all of a sudden Me? I'm in a burning house. <laughs> Me and Cosmic have been trying to put our finger on this with, like, what's wrong with Brian Long. And and I heard this video earlier this week that's like, that's just Twitter politics. I think it was a channel called Comics Matter. And it's Ryan Long and Royce and Tom McDonald and all these guys, they're regurgitating Twitter politics. So it's like, oh, these are the best talking points. If I was an NPC, these are the talking points I need to have, even as a counterculture NPC. But that's not independent thinking it's it's masking itself as independent thought but it's really it's like the middle of the road edgy thought on mainstream uh activity right yeah did i articulate that yeah i get it i think you did yeah 
that's what she thinks wrong with like Ryan. It's you think of him as a counterculture figure, but really it's he's been co-opted. He's part of the message. He's he's, he's the planned opposition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's popularizing the, the ideas that are part of the strategy to keep the system in place. Or he found a demographic that is lucrative. You know what I mean? Like that that demographic, there is a need because there are people with that ideology. So he'll just take all that shit and put it out there. So a guy they need has, it reaffirmed. But a guy that has a store that sells used appliances and shit like that, he's not passionate about used appliances. You know what I mean? He just figured out that, okay, well, <laughs> I can buy all these old washing machines and shit and I could sell them and get a profit for it. Yeah. I don't think that like, Tom McDonald and fucking, you know, Ryan Long, they're not passionate about their ideas. Yeah. Tom McDonald they, just released a song about how doing, depressed he is. They both <laughs> were doing different shit before. Like, what was Tom McDonald doing before he was Tom McDonald? He was doing fucking some other... Fucking ska music or some shit? Heroin? Oh, that's Ryan Long. That's Ryan Long. <laughs> oh, Tom yeah, yeah. Tom McDonald. Yeah, he was making that shitty fucking weird... Machine Gun Kelly music. It had nothing to do with politics. It's like it's kind of like they're doing. It's kind of like what uh, like Jimmernam does with 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 uh, channels. He just goes like a little entrepreneur. They go, okay, what works? What works? Well, oh, this works. Like okay. Now we're doing this. Now now we're doing Reddit videos. Oh, basketball videos. Now we're doing basketball. Now I'm a basketball right. guy. It's like no, you're not. You're not passionate about basketball. You're not passionate about your uh, the, the crop just that they're harvesting. A job. Isn't and that's what. Hold that's on, when hold you on, hear hold a on, fucking retard like Space Monster on. sit down for an interview with Jimmernam, he just sounds like he's like he's like frozen, like he's at a spell he's like at a spelling bee, but he's illiterate. You know I mean, <laughs> the, like when Jimmernam Space Monster talks about fucking Jimmernam like it's inside the actor's studio, but when Jimmernam's fucking drunk on wine and goes on a Space Monster fucking stream, she's sitting there wanting to fucking interview the man, the legend, the myth, or whatever, and he just sounds like a fucking retard. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the crop that they're harvesting isn't genuine intellectualism or genuine anti culture. It's the wheat at the top of culture. So you're you're taking the top of what is culture. You're participating in the thing you pretend to hate. All right, guys, let's hear this a little bit. This is a nice little musical remix of Mersh all night and um, I, I gotta get I probably gotta, I gotta bonk awful. you man I don't know what you're doing you send a get a bonk by the way stop speaking like you're fucking from a third world shithole you send a letter to police about the Jesse got what? him yes I'm writing letters I'm I'm popping yeah. on my fucking typewriter ding 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 And it pretty much goes on like that for the entire song. That was neat. <laughs> to be fair, I, I don't know if this is like an audio illusion where it's like that's all you can hear now, but goddamn, if it doesn't sound like he's just doing fucking disco fever. Monkey Town. Dun, 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 dun
This is slightly different than the the parody I was going to make of this clip, which I'm still making, but... Stop stealing ideas. Well, they should stop stealing... People need to stop stealing my ideas that I'm lazy about getting to. <laughs> you you stole my idea this week, Ian, and if Helen DeKeller would come back, we could talk about that, but... All right, can, can we get into a little bit more Shane Gillis? Shane yeah, let's, Gillis we, I think that's enough, Mersh. We got enough of I was expecting him to say it right there, but of course he didn't. Rex and Cosmic, if you didn't know it, this week, November 7th, was the roast of Luis J. Gomez. No. And uh, it turns out my roast was better. <laughs> it was very predictable. The it, cartoon it, roast, it, you mean? It was very Video shitty. Video is private, Ian Ellis. Wouldn't Fuck you know it? Shit. Just go to Lewis's channel. I, I don't know why he would private it. <laughs> Maybe Tony called him up. Yeah, they're making fun of the Shane joke. Pull it down. <laughs> you know what you get, Lewis? You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> Hell yeah. It should be on Lewis's channel. And just scan for, for Shane. It, I, the, that's the link I clicked on. I'm telling you. It got. He took it down. Absolutely, are you absolutely kidding me? No. So no, Louis J. Gomez, right now. He the real ass yeah. dude. I'm gonna text message <laughs> him right now. Patreon, <laughs> I'm text messaging him as we speak. I hold on. I guarantee you, Louis J. Gomez has changed his phone almost specifically because you have had his number. I I talked to him earlier in the week. I said, "Did you come to Chicago and not call me?" He said. Doggy, doggy, the, the dates got changed. I was never in Chicago. All right. I guess I guess he gets away with it this time. But, yeah, the Skankfest roast is uh, privated. You have to uh, buy a subscription to Gas Digital if you want to see uh, Zach. What's his name? Zach Amico. Zach Amico, yeah. All right, so I'm texting him. Did you private your roast? If so, why? We'll see if he responds. Trying Late breaking news. Subscribe to the Patreon, doggy. They they did say faggot a lot, so <laughs> I don't know if the LGBT. I mean, we, is coming after. we don't have much of a problem with that. Roast of. Let's try finding it. See so if you put in like Lewis or uh, put in Shane Gillis roast of Lewis J. Gomez because he's the only set we care about. I found um, Ari Shafir. Ari, Sh <laughs> there's a lot of examples of the comics doing Next exactly what I said they were gonna do. And uh, <laughs> Ari Shafir, I joke, like, is he just up there doing material? He completely disregarded the roast and just made fun of people that weren't there, which was kind of exactly what I said he would do. And he brings up ivermectin, which is line for line what I said he would do. A full cup of piss in my face, and I was high for the next three days. Put your hands together for Ari Shafir! Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Real topical with the Lakers uh, jersey. Re really glad he waited a year and a half to cash in on that. <laughs> How's he playing this year? Kim Kong and bombed. Oh. Ooh, if you put in, if you put in the Google roast of Luis J. Gomez Shane, the first thing that comes up is Philip Wave at fifty-eight thousand views. Uh huh. Oh, what uh -huh. a fucking look at this man. Look at this. This room is as sold out as the L.A. podcast scene. Ooh. 
So many fucking amazing people. Oh, Jeff Ross is here. Oh, look at that. Jeff Ross stayed single for the same reason Bobby Kelly got married. They both wanted children. Ew. Jeff, you're a lot like Andrew Ice Clay. You don't care what anybody says, you're never going to stop doing the nursery rhymes. Wait, hold on real quick. Pause. Because Philip Way, or uh, with apologies, posted this clip. This story kind of got buried, but Jeff Ross uh, invited a 15-year-old fan to one of his roasts and then pursued her sexually and then tried to, like, blackmail her and blackball her so that she wouldn't talk about it after he hit. But he was for sure trying to fuck a minor. I mean, these are some salacious allegations for you to just. Um, let me go find that clip. I, I'm just gonna go head over and I'll find that clip while we watch. So a little it. below the 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 uh, what is that? What is it called? Not the statute, but the age of consent in any state in America. So I don't know if you uh, might want to be one hundred percent. I'm not gonna leave my boy Orish Fear out there hanging. I, I have proof for these allegations. Well, let's hear a little bit more of this roast. Wait, look for that. Oh, Burke Kreischer's here, everybody. Wow, I didn't know that. What is this team? Burke Kreischer, the machine must be broken at Baskin Robbins. This is the only reason why he's here. Lame joke. Found it. Yeah, that's fucking great. Oh, fucking Ooh, 1,000 views. Steam part of this. Crowds. Sal, you're part of that hilarious group, Weight Watchers. Bah, uh, terrible joke. You walk around, man, you walk around Manhattan secretly filming people, and then you jerk off to that, and then you record an episode of Impractical Jokers. Fucking hack. Uh, if you go to show prep. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Show prep, you said? The guy with the muted mic? Yes, we have a clip from With Apologies, a channel that has been promoting Philip Wave in the NLS LLC uh, magically out of nowhere. Like, like the channel owner has suddenly decided that he wants to promote our material. So I believe here we're going to hear from one of Jeff Ross's victims. This is a ticket, my ticket, to the Friars Club roast of Jerry Stiller from October 1st, 1999. I was born in December 2nd, 1983. I was... Couldn't oh, have read the cuter chick. Uh, this is from ancient. This is from 1999. Listen, uh, I don't choose when they do the crimes. I'm just letting you know. Uh, this actually feels kind of gay. It feels like I'm trying to cancel Jeff Ross. I'm not. I, I'm just letting you know. Ari's joke was about him actually getting minor pussy. It's... I, I'm fine with you fucking minors. Uh, don't harass them. But if you want to fuck a bitch, you know, fuck a bitch. But, you know, be an adult about it. Make it a good experience for them. Make them walk away from this as a positive life lesson. It was 1999. Yeah, you, people, nobody had an ID in 99. Stop it. They didn't need, they, they, why didn't they idea to get in? That's my question. <laughs> he did, it's not like he found her on Instagram. He had to have met her somewhere. Jeffrey Epstein's Leave lawyer Jeff over Ross here. Alone. This is alleged. I don't want to hear this lady. He's almost definitely Jeffrey Epstein is what they call him. And let, let, let a guy get something before you cancel him. <laughs> Play the goddamn tape. I was 15 years old when I attended this roast. Back of the ticket. 15. 
Didn't look a day over 12. Jason Steinberg to get myself and Gina Savage tickets to the roast. He could have easily gotten the tickets himself as he's a friar. And Damn, that's some Crystalia shit. He didn't want it to seem too obvious by giving us the tickets himself. So Jason was kind enough, if you will, to give Gina. You see, I've thought about this before too. The, the, the like standard of person, like not like moral wise, but like the, dis, the deviousness and the mischievousness and the, the duttiness of both any guy or girl who's like into comedy, who's into this scene. Like, you know how fucked up of a chick a you have to be to be You're into stand-up comedy roasts? Nonetheless, <laughs> at 15, I don't even think – if I asked a bunch of 22-year-old girls if they know what a roast is, they would say it's something you eat for dinner. Like they don't know what any – like girls don't know what this is until they hit like 32 and suddenly they're like oh in the industry i need to find a personality now but she like knew somebody she knew like a jew and she we asked bertram rosenstein to get us yeah well you know i used to be a seller every night at 14 working the tables (laughs) even though i wasn't legally allowed to but they let me anyways because you know i was stuck in the manager's disc like which like if you're gonna indict Jeff Ross, comedy club you have to too. indict the entire New York comedy scene. It, it, <laughs> Everyone it, is culpable. This would be her sexual awakening story. Um, I just tagged you in a post in show prep. Uh, Ari Shafir is sponsored by BetterHelp, which is the number that you call if you have Ian, been sexually nobody abused. Cares. Ian, I just every want single to podcast is sponsored I, by BetterHelp. Hold, hold on, I just want you to put that picture on screen. While we listen to Jeff Ross's victim, and maybe this bitch should call better help and get the help that she needs to get past this Louis C.K. incident. Better help. You know, Ari Shafir is happy to joke about this. I sound like such an SJW faggot right now. (laughs) It sounds like I'm just trying to cancel him, but I'm being funny. To things like this. Royce to 5-9. Make it seem a little more normal. Uh, to my knowledge, Gina wasn't exactly aware that Jeff and I were engaging in anything sexual. But she is the person who gave him my phone number and didn't seem too surprised when she found out what was going on through my father. Anyway, I don't know anything beyond that. But there's just the sport, the claim that Gina was with me at that roast. Um, I'm wearing the same dress in the next photo. This was the first Ooh. Of this is the Monica Lewinsky dress. It's got come on it. It's like Helen Zinner. And she's not even excited about getting touched funny. Like, she doesn't even care about this story. Who who put a gun up to this lady's <laughs> head and made her tell this story? She She's still fucking Jeff Ross. I don't believe anything she's saying. She has no passion in her voice. I don't like the shame. Hannah the victim, Gadsby you know? was way more passionate about getting raped. Hashtag believe all women. Um, anyway, Ari Shafir was joking about some real shit. Uh, I, I hear who whose set was it? I hear there was a different set that was better. Joe List's roast set was apparently pretty good, says Stanley. Except nobody knows who Joe List is. The is here. Oh my God, what, I can't believe it. All right, this is where he's in a lot me. of trouble right now because he's at Skankfest around a ton of racists. 
Dave recently said can he's I willing to Lewis, talk to the. Can I hate Lewis now? Is it okay if I hate Lewis J. Gomez? Yeah, 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 it's fine. It's okay, fine. I, I hate Lewis now. I think that hat is. I think he's the same. What was that guy that was in that emoji movie? The fucking <laughs> Lewis Black. No, no, the fucking that shitty fucking. He's in the Deadpool movies too. Oh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Not Ryan Reynolds. Fucking that that. Comedian. Oh, the guy with the glasses. That was the guy in, with the fucking like, curly fro and shit. That Lewis Black. Oh my God, he one hundred percent Lewis Black. No, he it was, was in Cloverfield. No, in Cloverfield. Oh, T.J. Miller. Thank T.J. You. Miller. Lewis J. Gomez is T.J. Miller now. He's a faggot. I hate Lewis J. Gomez. I hate uh, the Legion of Skanks. I'm sorry to interrupt, but anyways, go ahead. It's just the <laughs> hat. It really bothered me. We gotta remember. Right. Is this he is still all wearing the Hunter S. Thompson thing. glasses? He's a I, fucking Tristan's fucking corny. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I was trying to see if he's wearing the glasses. I believe he is. I'm I'm glad that you're angry. And I and I want to close out with one last piece of what happened in comedy this week. Can we go to the Mark yeah, Maron? This is, this is making me hate Ari Shafir and regret saying that he was funny earlier because I'm not. He's only him. got nine toes. He's he's that much of a real ass dude. Um, Mark Marin, who when he inter- interviewed Patrice O'Neill, said like, "Oh man, I love the dark shit. Like I just grew up worshiping Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison was just my fa- I love the dark shit." Mark Marin, who used to be a warrior for funny, now I, I'm I kind of want to say this is post his wife dying. It's like his heart is broken, but he he's had some strong words about this. Okay, now he's. Now he's done an entire podcast about cancel culture. And he wants to talk to you about, you know, what it was like when he used to make his risque jokes. And, you know, now that he's evolved, nobody else should make those jokes. You should be as evolved as he is, as a fucking 68-year-old Jew. Um, I believe there's a... a, On the side of funny. What the fuck? He's a gatekeeper, right? He got in. It's like Sarah Silverman. They got in by being, you know edgy and then super edgy yeah and it's like like they justified their kind of edginess but they they look down on everybody else's kind now they're being betas you remember a couple weeks ago mark melon mark melon melanin was on instagram going like oh yeah Chappelle picking on the most marginalized group of people of all time it's like oh jesus christ very brave of him because their life hasn't been hard enough yeah good good job dave very brave of you with your free speech to pick on these minorities of skank fest and this shit i didn't even like listen to him i was just on the phone with my girlfriend i just came back on people that can't take a joke take a joke just sitting there for the the kenny shut up Fucking no Kenny, deal. shut the fuck up. I was just looking at this fucking uh, roast for like two seconds. I was just like, what the fuck is this corny shit? It's fake. And I don't hate Lewis because, you know, I'm not edgy or anything like that. I just hate corniness. Can you get him yeah. back on the show so I can fight him? I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't not like funny. the Sunday well, night or Monday night raw vibes that I get from anything Skankfest related or Legion of Skanks related. I, I, yeah, I'm working on a live show with me and Lewis. But uh, so so Lewis was like the far right. Write his jokes for that show. Lewis was the far right edgy. They're the rule breakers. And so Mark Marin would be swinging the pendulum the other way. This is the most liberal, woke, 
I'm not woke, you know, as an identity. I actually mean this, and I've been doing it longer than you've cared about your fake politics. It's all about the monoculture. So let's let's hear, like, you never hear from liberals. You hear about liberals a lot and what they're saying, but you never actually Speaking listen of to them. from a liberal, Helen DeKeller, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, guys, I just got here to let everyone oh, know. Oh, dude. The funniest stand-up set in this roast was uh, Shane Kisses. I don't know if you guys saw it. I mean, he had the, he had the delivery of Kenny TV. That's why you're based. Yeah, he dude. had the best one, yeah. Loved it. Which it which isn't saying much. <laughs> That's a, a diss to the well, rest of it. It got clipped by several channels. You uh, no, Helen DeKeller just said uh, Bobby Kelly isn't shit compared to Shane Gillis. Bobby, Bobby Kelly, Kelly should hang it up. Compared to Shane Gillis. Bobby Kelly is a fat fucking ghostbuster fucking blob from the Bobby movie. Kelly who stole one of my jokes about Kim Condom. Bob and Kelly he, has to be like that shows how shitty he is though. Like, you're That's crediting right. my side of the argument. They girls could wipe the floor with that fucking hack. You know, with yeah. the with the Tony Hinchcliffe wanting to be a Joker, there's a come town clip I was looking for. I couldn't find it, but Nick Mullen says something to the effect of like, "Don't you hate it when you meet people that are like, yeah, no, I'm into the Joker." No, like I'm really into it. And you're like, oh, you're I wish into I didn't love Joker from our crew. So because I love Joker, I think he's a good guy. But well, you're every... into mainstreams, the Joker. Like Batman is the third most recognizable symbol in the entire planet. He has 18 movies and 15,000 action figures. Oh, you're into the Joker, this underground thing. It's like being into Star Wars or fucking football. Yeah, real niche. Oh, you got way to give yourself a unique personality trait, Tony. You're you're really special being into the Joker. Uh, it's like saying you're into Dragon Ball Z and saying it's and not, saying something about anime. Yeah, it's pretty generic at this point, the Joker or whatever, right? But you know, I did like the last Joker movie. I thought it was done well. Yeah. Yeah, you mean the one that strayed really shit. far from the comic books? I, I tried to watch the Scorsese movie. It had really wasn't even a comic book movie, really. <laughs> I tried to watch Shang-Chi this week, and even fast-forwarding, I couldn't get through it. The movie explains he was in Arkham Asylum. How it, do you get the his, fuck in there? Yeah. His best friend is... Before Batman. His best friend it's is like, an Asian bitch who talks like Sam Kinison. It's fucking unwatchable. It is unbearable to try and get through Shang-Chi. So fuck you, Marvel. Alright, guys. Mark Maron is going to cancel someone. He made a Morbius movie that came and went. Like, it was like, fucking, I think, what's his face? The guy that played Joker and... It like, hasn't Joker's... come out yet. I, I'm excited about that one. <laughs> really? It, I, of all the Marvel movies, I'm looking forward to that and Blade. Like, I look forward to They're that making a sequel to the Spider Man movie that I didn't know came out. I'm dying to watch Spider Man. I fucking I love didn't Spider-Man. even know that there was a new Spider Man. I thought it was still the English guy. You guys realize that, like, fucking Marvel movies are just things to keep fucking Chinese people in their apartments? <laughs> like, that's what it is. Like, did Marvel you know? Movies- the whole point of Marvel movies is for Chinese people to stay in their small apartments and be entertained so they can go to work the next day. Like, and, Did you and know that uh, cities. Woke, woke standing up for morals uh, Eternals movie had a gay black man and for the Chinese release they, they edited out all the gay kisses because they don't support homosexuality. And Disney just went ahead and cutted that out because that's yeah, how they, they blurred stand out up the whole movie. The, it's just a blur. The homosexual <laughs> identity. Fucking, ha ha! Oh, 
No, they weren't kissing. Ha ha. No, they were praising Xi Jinping. Ha ha. Yeah, right. they, Marvel movies are like the Logan movie was pretty good, and I guess Deadpool kind of strays from that shit too. But like the Avengers and all that Deadpool shit, fucking dog shit. I fucking hate Deadpool fans. Deadpool, Deadpool fans Deadpool is, is like right. no, no, no. Deadpool fans is like that South Park episode where they're like you're into Family Guy, and it's written by manatees. Like it's so like LOL, so random memes from ten years ago jokes. Fucking hate Deadpool. All right, let's well, let's hear from right. Mark Maron. Nigga, I will and kill I, you. And I was. And I arguably, it's one of the reasons I, I probably didn't make it until I evolved somewhat, until I grew the fuck up, until I understood more of where I was coming from and who I was and what my responsibilities were as a comic Pause. and as a human among other humans. I hope he gets mugged. <laughs> Imagine if I one day finally, like, like I got SNL. And then I got Comedy Central, and I just played it the most friendly shit you've ever heard. And I was like, no, guys, you don't understand. It's I evolved. Like, like no, you, you don't get it. You're left behind with wanting this shit that I used to do. This is the more nuanced opinion. I just hate boomers that think being woke is, is edgy and it's like a protest. You know what I mean? When it's the most mainstream shit. Like, Mark Maron doesn't even realize he's the most generic mainstream he has the most generic have... mainstream ideology. Being Mark Maron's yeah. age and going like super woke is it really is like hello, fellow kids. It, <laughs> yeah. It's really trying to appeal to a demographic that listen, who under the age of 30 even knows who Mark Maron is? I think the three of us in here under 30 are like the only people. Who else yeah. even knows who he is? You have I'm to a, make the change you want to see in the world. Mohandas K Gandhi. Mark is a guy. All right. So Mark is a guy that was ahead of his time. He was super edgy. And then about the time of the Obama interview, time synced up with his point of view. But then time went past him. And now he's stuck in his old paradigm. And time has moved on. That's what Mark Maron is. Human among other humans. I used to do bits. Dubious bits. They're out there. Some of them are. Some of them are recorded. Some of them were never recorded. And I don't disown any of that stuff. I listen to a lot of that stuff now, and it's, it's certainly me, but it's an angrier me. It's a less sophisticated me. Lane, this, this says two things. This says, like, one is like, hey, don't cancel me. I realize it was bad, which is what Shane Gillis is saying. He's being a get, real Get Shane out Gillis. in front of it, as they say, right? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, he was part of the mob. Like he, the, the world he's portraying, like he's painting right now. The picture he's painting back when he was an edgy comic. They were like, according to him, they were dragging gays behind pickup trucks, and he yeah. was part of the, the the KKK mob. That's what he's trying <laughs> to paint here. I was just doing what everybody else was doing because it was cool to lynch gays in the streets in 1993. And you know? really, all they were doing was eating buffalo wings in the back of a comedy club. Yeah, he's a jokes. Fucking, fuck Mark Maron. Well, the, he's acting like other, he used to be in the clan. He's not only distancing himself from himself, but he's moral fagging and saying like, listen, guys, I've evolved, so you should evolve as well. Like You, you can't make the same mistakes I made. You're not going to get to where I'm at. I'm better than you. I'm the young Turks. I'm the young bull. <laughs> it's a more in- Jay King says that Mark Maron sounds like woke me. <laughs> I don't know. Do I? Sound- a lot of people have been saying I'm a I'm a Norton impersonator. I don't know. 
yeah, sensitive me. It was a, a tone and a, and a part of me that was shallow emotionally. But look, man, I did the jokes. I used the <laughs> retarded word. Ooh, it kind of does. Oh, it kind of does sound like a like a like a repentive Rex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said that I transgenders are the most annoying people, and that they think that they're special. But I, I have evolved. I, I realize they're educators now. Well, I mean, I, eventually, I'm gonna be. You know, I don't know. Maybe I am old and cringe. I don't even know what's cool. I guess I don't know. Oh, uh, you're real sigma. He he accused Dave Chappelle of getting old and getting conservative, and he's a huge piece of shit for doing a whole episode about cancel culture, which is really an allusion to Dave Chappelle, but he hasn't watched the special in which Dave Chappelle makes an argument for transgenders and basically says, I love gay people, I just also want to be able to make jokes. Like, his whole special, if you actually listen to it, is pro lgbtq no, plus I heard whatever don lemon talking about it i know what it's all about i don't need to watch yeah it. i saw don lemon's eyes trying to hold back tears and just <laughs> yeah. crying before I he came on cnn it. this but this is what don lemon ends up in jail i think he's gonna end up like our Kel- like right now don lemon is just <laughs> fucking he's too confident and he's gonna go too far and i think he's gonna go the way of r kelly I, I can't. This I hope is, he really gets me too one day for like molesting male interns boy, at CNN. It's gonna happen. Boy. This, this is what a grifter is: is someone who is disingenuous to the core, even about they're at war with reality. That's the problem with grifters. Not that you're trying to wiggle a little bit to work with under the censor so you can still get by, but you're right. actively compromising reality. It's pushing. It's pushing like like a like an ideology almost based on like nonsense, like the same thing that like uh, with the bears and Owen Benjamin, like I don't need to start living a like off the grid, a part of a new society to enjoy my podcast. Like that's too much. Like why, why Again, do this you have is, to have, this is Talib Kweli saying like, Oh, they hate educators. So they hate me. Oh, I get it, but I'm evolved. You guys aren't evolved enough. You just don't get it. But when you get to my emotional level, as a guy who's been a piece of shit in a train wreck for 60 fucking years, you know you're not exactly about, a statue of mental health. You know what I realized about comedy and telling jokes as I got older is that it's really about the message and you know connecting with your audience, not so much as humor or laughter. It's really just about making sure that you're putting, uh, you're making the world better than it was before you got there. You know what I mean, Ian? Did, didn't and, you hear? Or, didn't you hear Mark Marion? He said your your responsibility as a human with other humans. It's like, ooh. oh no, you don't go to the soup kitchen. You don't donate or j- give any money to charity. You on the comedy stage, like that's yeah. The place you, where you you have nicer humanity. opinions than me, so you do more. God forbid. Like this is the thing. Like Dave Chappelle probably builds fucking schools yeah. in in Ohio, and probably is has made like uh, therapy has gotten like therapy therapists for kids with like bullying issues and shit in his local <laughs> town. Nobody cares about that. It's all just about the jokes that he made. Yeah. Lupe Fiasco said you should add value, and I am with that. I am with adding value, but there's also the Tupac side of things of like. Shit is fucked up, and I'm going to rap about shit being fucked up. And I might not have the answer, but if I talk about shit being fucked up enough, maybe someone will find a solution. Sometimes talking about shit being fucked up is the message. 
You don't have to have it figured out. You just have to point out there's an incongruency with reality over here that is a piece of shit, and we should all look at that and find a better way to do it. I don't know. I just hate Mark Marin. I I hate his fake anger. Like he's got this truth that not that is like something that everybody his noble can't see. truth. Yeah, his noble truth that like it's impossible to get through to the world when it's the most mainstream fucking opinion. Every like we're inundated with these talking points every fucking day in all forms of media. But yet he's so angry that he can't get this out to the world. Why can't you understand Mark Marin? This man who loves the dark shit, who worshipped Sam Kinison when he was unevolved. Um, hold on, because there, there was another thing I want to say. Bizarre <laughs> Cargo points out that Don Lemon actually did fondle a straight bartender and that the guy came out. So, you know, cancel Ooh. Don Lemon. Uh-oh. I yeah, hate no, Don Lemon. He's being sued by that guy, isn't he? And that, like, isn't that gaining traction, too? I would absolutely sue a famous gay man if he touched me without my consent. That's the first thing I would do. I'd be like, I would tell him too, like, "Hey, I'm calling my lawyer." I wish my molester would get famous. He stuck his fingers in his ball sack and he fucking dirty Sanchez, the straight guy. Possible. Right? And he was fingers in ball sacks. You know how sad it is. Fucking his fucking ball sack and then. And, Rex, you know and how dirty sad it is when, the guy, and he's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> you know how sad it is when your molester doesn't make it, when it's the manager at Burger King, and you're like, "I can't even get anything out of canceling you." You're just, right. I'm gonna cost you this job. You're gonna get another one tomorrow. What the? <laughs> there was nothing to be gained out of uh, reporting the fact that I there a crime was served. The the thought, the point I thought of. Um, this is what a phony piece of shit Mark is, and, and we're not going to get to this because this goes on for fucking 45 minutes. At one point, the person he's interviewing has written a book on cancel culture and comedy, and he says, I don't understand why comedians need to be something other than funny. Like, if you're doing funny, that that's enough. Shouldn't you just be doing enough? Which is basically like, shouldn't you just phone it in? Because just being funny is the bare minimum of comedy. That is level one. But, but a lot of people you, are doing being funny at the bare minimum. Like, well, it's right, not like people are, are know how to be funny at the highest level. And they're like, but what about my message? What am I actually saying? Like, maybe Chappelle can have that inner monologue. The, but the average person, it's like, I get, I did a couple good jokes about the purge. Now let's get to the message. It's like, no, you're still very average funny, Shane Gillis. Like, the, you should be working on getting funnier only. And only. maybe when you're Level in your one. late 40s, early 50s, then you can start talking about anything else besides that. But you should really just be trying to be funny because most of these comedians aren't funny to begin with. That's there, the problem. All right. So there is there are higher levels of comedy. Can you take emotional risk? Can you take intellectual risk? Can you give revelation? But all of that falls flat and is meaningless if you're not funny at the same time. Funny is level one, which one needs to be mastered. These guys are trying to skip straight ahead to being a prophet and a truth teller, and they're giving you too much sorrow and not enough funny because they haven't honed and mastered the craft enough to do it correctly. Now, Mark Marin is one of these guys who wants to be a prophet? The idea that comedians are prophet was made mainstream by the WTF podcast. So when this guy says, why do you have to be anything other than, f- why can't you just phone it in? Isn't it just the job? 
Mark Marin should stand up and say, well, well, you know, actually, there are better levels, but it takes a master to do it. And we're just not seeing masters in work. But instead, he backs down like a fucking vagina pussy and turns his back on his entire fucking career and legacy, his own identity. And is like, yeah, you know, you're right. You know, it is about being funny at the end of the day. Mark, you fucking pussy. I'm screaming in my parking lot right now. Bizarre Cargo is uh, asking when you're going to come do a show on the north side, Ian. Ooh, Ooh shit, when Ian. You- you're scared of the north side. That's what I heard. I heard the north side's looking for Ian Ellis. When I'm booked or I- gang politics. <laughs> when I'm booked or I have a comedian to trash. That's the next time I'll go out. Or when Lewis is in town. Ian, I got ha- you suck. should just call people and try to book yourself Vinny Beetle style and just use the fact that you have a YouTube channel with 3,000 subscribers. Just really swing at that dick. Really just <laughs> trying to make them believe that but, Funny something. you can say that because next week we may be sponsored by the same sponsor as Mersh. Right, Two million well, we're some sponsors. <laughs> it's true. I'm bringing this big swinging dick to take in Mersh's sponsors. All right, do we want to hear more about the Mark Marin or since Absolutely, it's so horrendous. And then this we're right. we're gonna close the show with. We'll watch Helen's other video. That's what I would like to do. I know Helen wants to he, he needs some ideas for what to do. I tonight. explored the word I am retard. I did a lot of work around that and, <laughs> I, and I explored I, it. I knew it was hot. And I knew there was a lot of juice to it. I didn't quite understand why at that time why we couldn't still use the word. And I tried to create an, a whole thesis about that word, sort of making an argument that we should be able to use it in the way that we used to use it. And I knew that it was challenging, and I knew it made no, people uncomfortable. No, did it because nobody gave you a hard time about it, and you didn't, you know, nobody cared if you said retard back then. That's why you did it. This right. Is a it it wasn't originally used for effect or for shock value. It was just a regular yeah. word back then like it became bad you know what i mean like that's that's the point the point is like oh i was using this word and it was hurting people like no it never hurt people up till like a certain time period and then all of a sudden it did that's the that's the whole point and, and that word didn't like, hurt people until they told those retarded people they were hurt. yeah exactly yeah. they didn't there's retarded people didn't know we were talking about them they're retarded they would well, they would have been market. none the wiser if we would have just not let them in i don't bit. Chat, you guys need to fucking knock it off right now. I do not sound like Mark Marin. You you guys need to <laughs> you guys need to pay attention because Mark is actually going to get into that. That it wasn't the retards that were offended. But also it's like, Mark, if you're not gonna hurt anyone, what are you gonna talk about? How about you cut out that Joe Rogan bit in your last Netflix special? That hurt Joe Rogan's feelings. That hurt the monoculture feelings. You're a fucking bitchy diva on Instagram. You don't seem to have a problem with hurting feelings. Unless it's a, a press group that you're aware of. Why until I got a letter from a woman who, who had a mentally disabled child who said it's not about, it's not, the, the concern is, is more about girl. the insensitivity to, to someone like her. <laughs> I mean, that, that child might not quite grasp what's happening. Many of them can when you use that word. But she said it's, it's, not, the, it's not how we see them. It's not... The word that we use because they're they're human beings. The connotations, because <laughs> we should human. all be one hundred percent genuine with how we see things with uh, when we're making jokes. See, this is what I'm talking about. They weren't supposed to be taken serious, and 
Mark man, is man, was your retarded the son bit. at the comedy show? That happened to Ian one time. But was your yeah, retarded son at the comedy show? You can't talk about bitches because it turns out that bitches are people. Now, I've been yeah. pimping these hoes as long as I've been walking. But it turns out they can think and have an inner monologue as well. Goddamn, I didn't know science. And as someone that was canceled locally in the Chicago comedy scene by a mother of an autistic kid, <laughs> how do you feel about what Mark just said? I mean, did you feel like that you were misusing your platform and weren't being responsible when you made retard jokes in front of that uh, retarded kid? So, you know, I've said this before. If you want, this comes from CEO. If you want safe, digestible content, there's a million places you can get that from every streaming service, from every radio, from every mainstream YouTube outlet. But if you want something, something that breaks the rules, something that is genuinely trying to be edgy, that's very hard to come by. And I understand that that's not for you. But there is an audience that wants that. And I cater to them because I want that as well. And we're not doing anything wrong. This is just how we like our funny. And we don't want you to get it. We don't want to be mainstream. I shouldn't be on NBC saying the terrible shit I say. But I should be allowed to have my fucking sandbox where I can have fun with my friends. They want to come uh, into our thing. Yeah, it's always like that. Do we want to hear Ian Ellis tell a quick uh, special needs joke? No, I don't know. Oh, no, I got to go to bed. (laughs) All right, right, then let's get into the Helen DeKeller stuff real quick. This is quick. Helen, are you still there? Are you hungry? I'm here. I'm hungry. I got you, Helen. I got food for you. Everyone might have seen this a little bit. Nine people have seen this in the Discord, so. Guys. Welcome to Cooking with HDK. You want to hear <laughs> about my man? Counter Strike. <laughs> I'm Mr. Jizzmonger. I'm Mr. Cooking. I'm Mr. Why Christmas. I'm Mr. Number One. Oh, hell, it's Friends call me Jizzmonger. Whatever I touch. All the time. What the hell is that? Folded pizza that. crust? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I love the idea of Mark Maron or Shane Gellis watching our show, thinking that something serious is going on, and then they're confronted with this. Yeah. <laughs> immediately, someone timestamps the Mark Maron bit, and it's immediately followed with cum burgers. Never <laughs> So me and Ian both had the idea on the same day to make guys, musical videos no about Ian's about Helen's food. What, what happened <laughs> By to me is coincidence. I went on Reddit and in r slash cringe was a song about a guy coming, and I thought, oh, I'll put Helen's food on this. And it turns out <laughs> Lane was working on the same video at the exact same time, and I beat him to press. Philip Wave had more views this week. Little Flappy had more views this week. Boomer Ian Ellis coming up. What would you say it is you do around here, Wayne? Huh? What you doing? Didn't you get like ten thousand views on a video this week? Eva. (laughs) Uh, We're up at like fifty-six thousand views. It's been amazing. Hold on, let me see that video. It's probably the world hates Tony Hinchcliffe. (laughs) Joe Rogan fans hate Tony. 
Yeah, we've, we've been meeting <laughs> with person. the Shane Gillis fans for like a month, but we were able to, both sides were able to come together in our hate of Tony Hinchcliffe this week. It was beautiful. Yeah. I showed your version. Holy shit. 59,000 views on that Tony Hinchcliffe video. It's fucking crazy, dude. Shane, I, I want you to win. I'm rooting for you, but you are teetering on the fucking fence and pick a side. If you want to be a sellout piece of shit, I'll support that, but don't sit there and play both sides. You can't have it both ways. Quit being ashamed. Kinks. Dark Morning Radio says, Ian, you're a Gen X, not a boomer. Actually, technically, Ian is one of the first millennials. Us and Ian are in the same age group for some reason. I was born in 1982. I'm 39. Grew up with Lupe and Aesop Rock. You're born young... Sorry, oh, sorry, I just wanted to say Ian was born uh, late enough to where he could have been raped by Jeff Ross. It, I, I fucked with that <laughs> joke. Anyways. I subbed Dark Morning Radio. I think he's fucking hilarious. I watched one of his streams. Yeah, he does good streams. Yeah, he, I, I never know when he's streaming. I can I have trouble catching him, but when I do, he, he, he does funny he, stuff. He was just sitting there fucking uh, with a lava lamp smoking weed and just fucking this autistic guy was talking about his life. And he's just, <laughs> just everything he said. <laughs> He just sat there fucking making jokes, just making dick jokes, not taking anything this guy was taking or saying seriously. It was actually really funny. All right. I, I'm going to go. He's a good guy. I'm going to peace out. You guys are welcome to continue. But I want to give shout outs. Not Cosmic Cam on Thursday. Rex and Steph on Steph's channel. Naclo, new streaming service. Join the Patreon. Philip Wave. Follow philipwave.com. I love you guys. Have fun. Singles. Peace Bye. out. See you, Ian. Oh, we're we're gonna do a Rittenhouse special, me and Steph. Are you guys? Uh, I was I was uh, I was wondering if no one was gonna do that. I was like, I feel like enough people want to talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, or I could do a, do a stream about it. But if no, someone's yeah. already got it, no, if you, I don't care about it too you much. Could do, you could do your take on it too, or whatever. Like I don't guilty. Know. That that about is what? guilty. <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do a Rittenhouse special, but I got to brush up on my fucking, on the last, because uh, like Ricada, he's got just seven hour stream after seven hours. I think he was like live streaming everything. So Yeah, I, I don't, don't think that guy's slept since the trial started because he's making too much money in donations. Oh, he's making a lot of money, man. But we're doing a free show. Yeah, I think, I don't know if you were, I don't think you were there, Rex, but, uh, on Cosmics, we were talking about like, or maybe I think you were there, but we were just talking about streaming the trial and just all pretending to be lawyers, but just with really bad takes, but like yeah, <laughs> really professional yeah, yeah. lawyer aliases. Yeah, I'm down for that too. We should get around to doing that. There's so, how long is this going to go on for? Are they, is, when is, is when do they give the verdict? I'll live stream the verdict as a show if, if I can figure yeah, out when that right. is. Yeah, I'll be there for that too, guy. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's right. Going on. That's right. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I want to see what happens to, to this potato. I liked Ian's idea at the beginning of the stream where he was like, how great would it be if, if Rittenhouse just wins the case and starts doing rap songs? You're Becomes like a guilty. Y'all got to feel me. <laughs> Murder was the case they gave me. That's a remix with Duet with Hell in the Tower. That's right. Every, every, no matter what the project is, you can always assure that Kenny will make sure to involve Helen in some way. 
All right, I gotta hop off. I'm I'm I gotta go to sleep. I'm retarded now. All right, guys. Thanks for coming, hanging out in the show. Don't get canceled this week by any old fledgling comedians. My favorite new rap song is Hell in no, a Chat. Love you guys. Right. This shit was fucking off the chain, money. That was lit. The Hell in a Food rap song. Yeah, and that, and that Helen came up with that all on his own. Fucking quarantine. Yeah, I, I wrote that thing. Hell I yeah. shared that with my family, by the way, Bowens. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad the Keller clan got it some was Helen the Keller <laughs> Bellend project that's right he's a rapper you're like the Puff Daddy that's right alright guys well I think I'm going to close this out and probably play a little bit of Ian Ellis making retard jokes as we close the show right. but thanks for hanging out Back everybody I'm going to try to actually do a stream sometime this week We'll see. We'll see. The Rittenhouse stuff has me excited. I, I want to I wanna try to uh, make more parody videos. You got to grift off of this thing. Oh, okay, parodies. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's not necessarily wrong. I mean, we don't have to grift, but why, why not see what happens? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm into grifting people by mistake, like by happenstance. Like I like the idea that someone would donate money thinking that we're giving serious coverage of the Rittenhouse trial, only to 15 minutes later be like, hey, I want my fucking money back. You guys are douchebags. Like the, the little video I made uh, this week of us saying that Shane Gillis looks like Kyle Rittenhouse, someone commented on that video. I was like, you people are disgusting. I couldn't tell if he was for or against Rittenhouse. I was like, why? Are we disgusting for making jokes about him? Or are we disgusting for, for liking him? What is what is, what is your angle, lady? So, oh. all right, good stream, boys. All right, everybody, thanks for coming. Place Where is this place. video at? There we go. Be back next week, as always. Yeah, that's right. Take your fucking shit. Good job today, Kenny. And go eat a dick. Okay, okay everyone, check out your today. next comic. A very good friend of the room. Everybody was the very loved Ian Ellis. One more time for Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. They're not all millionaires. Whoever bought him Paddington Bear is enabling. <laughs> He's a monster, hide your wives, hide your kids. Uh, too soon. Anything that resembles a duck. I want to ask you a question about your pronouns. Thank you for that. A round of applause. How many of you would you say you identify as a nerd? Yeah. It's an alarming number. I think your lifestyle should be classified as mental illness. <laughs> needs to be added to the DSM-5. And I'm here to argue my case. I have several examples, and then I'm going to make my argument, okay? This is the whole thing. you got to take notes. First example is comic books. If you enjoy some superhero movies and you've read a comic book, cool, man, you're a regular guy. If you're 37 and your room is full of unopened action figures and you can't pay your student loans but you're going to a Star Wars premiere, it's fucking mental illness. 
might be true. Sports! If you have a team that you like, and you watch all the games, and maybe you go once or twice a year, that's great. You're a normal guy. Fuck you. If your house is full of paraphernalia. If you turn every conceivable conversation into a conversation about sports, that's mental illness. It's not normal to collect things. There's never a news report that's like, so-and-so died today. They had all the Ninja Turtle shit that ever did come out. The collection is being added to the Smithsonian. World leaders are gathering to mourn their loss. You know what happens when you die? Your family that sells that shit and has the fun that you should have had. <laughs> or they just throw it out so the cat has another room to pee in. Your mom does not give a fuck about your goddamn anime. And you died living that way. Politics and social justice. If you try to stay aware of the world, you have a cause that you work for, that's great. Try not to be a dick to people. That's a normal person thing to do. If you're emotionally affected by everything that happens every day, it's mental illness. <laughs> and you gotta back away and get some awareness. Now this is my argument for why it's a sickness. As you get older, you should develop self-awareness. You guys are onto this? You're still doing it? You didn't give up past 15? Seen this, Here's an example of self-awareness. There's a difference between seeing your emotions and being your emotions. Oh, this is so funny. I'm 37. I, I still get mad. But you never know it. That's awesome. Because I know how to not be my stupid emotions. There's not a point in my life where I was red in the face yelling. And I'm like, I'm glad I did that. I learned from those mistakes. We're going to change the subject before I get out of here. <laughs> My job decided to have a day where all the kids in the community could come meet Santa. Isn't that wonderful? Clap it up for Christmas spirit. Yay! They did not go to the Santa Union and get someone that is registered with the North Pole. They picked a guy with Down syndrome that has a cock eye. Now he's fat and jolly, I'll give him that. Has been his whole life. But I don't think there's a parent in the world that wants to explain to their kid why, why Santa is drooling and eating pennies. And I'll tell you a secret, I only know this because I volunteered with them for years. The special needs are a horny community. They go through puberty like everybody else, but they don't get the smash. So they're just horny all the time. Some of them you gotta sew their pockets shut so they don't touch themselves in public. That's not the kind of image that Santa is going for in 2019. Right, my name's Dean Ellis, I love you, good night. Penny TV, would you believe this? This isn't even the joke about retarded people that I meant to play. This is a different <laughs> Ian Ellis joke about. So, but lucky you, so Penny. I'm saying I can laugh so about funny. it, man. I'm more than disabled. I can laugh about. If it's well, funny, if it's not funny, that's like asshole.
Fuck you. Right. That's what right. It's I mean, it's about, it's about how funny it is, right? And Dude, I, I sat there. You couldn't even eat. With my father, that Norm McDonald performance, the one that I saw, right? He did two retarded jokes. Being the father of a learning disabled person, my dad didn't really get it, but I laughed. It was funny. Well, Kenny, there's another Ian Ellis bit about special needs people, so I hope you're ready. Let me see. I, I, uh, I, I posted it in the wrong Right room. to the Hello. chin from Norm. Bring it on, man. I'm ready. I just got to finish this chicken for Take your fucking shitty, shitty fucking fedora and go eat a dick. Take Next time we come to the stage, it's a fucking dope ass hat. All right, here he comes, Ian Allen. Get it, Ian. Follow the stupendous podcast. <laughs> Guys, this room needs to loosen the fuck up. Yeah. Diverse array of comedians. Your is a Latin kid. Looks like he's selling M&Ms for his football team. Thick ass mustache. He's a living. A woman. Yeah. Talking about her problems. All kinds of white people. 30 different shades, 30 white people, alt-right, NPCs, they all have opinions. I'm going to talk about special needs kids, is that okay? Yes. Yes. Target kids. Oh. <laughs> you know they're an endangered species? She's not yes. It's real, you can Google this. Yep. They're not like rhinos. <laughs> And killing them doesn't give Asian people boners. Christ. <laughs> They're weird. They're fucking weird. They buy panties and vending machines. They're fucking weird. Can you believe they're an endangered species? They're scanning babies. And they're like, do you want to have a retarded kid? And parents are like, we're young. We'll try again. Now they're parading these kids in front of Congress. Can you believe that shit? Kids out there chasing butterflies. Eating pennies. The shit those kids are up to. And they're like, come talk to Congress and be serious. I think we should be able to survive. We are important. I think we can let them go. They're not important to the ecosystem. Okay, you have no fucking clue. They're not like bees. You have no fucking clue. If bees dies, we go extinct. If retarded kids, we can live without them. Don't use the R word, asshole. They don't even want to be retarded. Ask don't them. use the R word. Nobody My wants to have a sloped head and with the eyes. My honest son is smarter than you, you idiot. Probably is. Hey, honey, you need to calm down. Why is that? Because you're being rude and, and disrespectful. Everybody has a line, man. Yeah, you're an Everybody in this room is going through some shit. Everybody has feelings. Life isn't easy. I know. The universe fucking hates people. You know that, right? Well, then stop Everybody here has some hurty shit. Yeah, so stop hating my son. Oh. I don't hate your kid. Hey, just keep going, bro. This brings me to a point. Like, people think that I hate people. I don't. I love people. Whatever you are. Gay, transgender, special needs. Thank you. Those are people. People are fucking great. 
I hate this thing I don't think they have a word for. And that's just like all the lies and horseshit and government religion put together. I call it Steve. Steve is the enemy. That's what I fucking hate. A lot of people work for Steve. I'm not mad at you. You gotta make a living. But Steve is a fucking dick. Fuck that guy. Because Steve relies on exploiting people, and I support freedom. Did you know that Steve has two enemies? One of them is culture, the other is technology. Do you know how dope culture is? How dope. They make transgender people legal. A lot of people think you gotta beg the government. Government doesn't lead, government follows. They follow the culture. Transgender people didn't fight for their rights. There was like three of them. They caught a fucking wave. Bruce Jenner popped up and she knew the Kardashians. And we decided that shit was cool. The other enemy is technology. Because they make exploiting people like unnecessary. I feel like I'm giving a TED talk instead of a comedy. You ever say to your wife, like, I know that you love me. But if you don't tell your period to shut the fuck up, both of you bitches are going to be homeless. And I don't think you'd make a good single parent. You say that to your wife? I call her all kinds of bitches and hoes. She doesn't care. You know why? The rent is paid. And I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Gotta support women and people. My name's Ian Ellis. I'll be good night. That was Ian Ellis laying the fucking smack down on this motherfucker's shit. Follow the stupendous podcast by... Oh, hey, Ian. Uh-oh. Glad he brought it to attention. I am selling candy. So after you guys want some, I got a box in the back. Dollar each. Oh, wow. Hey, Kenny. This is them pointed out by people why he's a hack. He's not going to take that, that and, and make a nice 40 minutes and go and, like... And like shape it up, and then maybe like maybe Bob Saget's hanging out at a comedy club. He doesn't have to like Bob Saget. He goes, you know what? You're funny. You're killing. I need opening act. Come out with me right now for a year. Nope. So you're Ian you're isn't saying, do Kenny, that. the only thing stopping Ian Ellis from from opening for Bob Saget is he needs to work on his special needs bit a little bit. He needs to tighten it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ian doesn't want to do that. He just wants to go and make a new joke. That's why he's a hack. You know, you know, Kenny, you're not the first person to say that. Some people say yeah. Ian Ellen Ellis, Ian Ellen DeGeneres, maybe should be a little bit more disciplined and should tell a joke more than once. Yes. Maybe he won't have, you know, ladies screaming at him on his comedy shows. Right. Maybe. So you didn't like that one as much, Kenny. You don't, the second joke, you just well, thought the no, first that, one. That was funny. It's just... Uh, it was a little uncomfortable, wasn't it? A little bit. I, I didn't laugh through a whole joke, but I laughed through maybe <laughs> 70%. 70% is still good. No, you, Kenny. All right. Well, that's all that I got for this stuff tonight, guys. Thanks for hanging uh, out. I'm, I'm going to go. I hate Steve also. He sucks. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Steve. I'm going to go eat some McDonald's that doesn't he have He ruins everything. I mean, 